1: What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right. We got a friend here in the studio. It's Jason Smith from In the Mic of Madness, as well as one of the people who run the Killer Flicks group on Facebook. So if you guys haven't already followed any of that, there'll be links down below. Welcome, man. Thank you. By the way, guys, this is episode 116. We are going to be talking about today, Terrified, and also going to be talking about Aramintari as our two movies for this flesh and potatoes this week, so definitely stick around for that. Yeah, no, I actually started with uh, Sinister
0: Cinema Reviews. That's my YouTube channel. That's right. I should have mentioned. Oh, that's fine. I'll plug myself, man.
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, yeah, so I started that channel about a year and a half ago. It's one of these things where I just talk a lot, and it's kind of like a podcast, and that's (laughs) what people talk about, but it's like me by myself. And then I met a bunch of people on Killer Flick, and it was just like, you know, Brad Thornton, who was on your show. Right. Uh, For the I Howling
1: had. 3 and 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
0: listened to it. Um, and we, yeah, we met up at my monster party, you and me, yeah. with Brad Thornton. That was the first time I'd ever met him. And then Rebecca Reinhart, my coast, uh, co-host as well. She was uh, somebody I met in there, and, and we just... I don't know. One night, we were just like, you know what, dude? I talk about horror every fucking five seconds. I need something in a longer frame because my videos run way too you know, Yeah. Like 40 fucking,
1: 45 dude, minutes. Dude, but you know what? That We're long-winded individuals. We're yes. passionate about it. That's why we do it. Yes. That's why we came to, that's why I came to podcasts anyway.
0: Yeah. Well, I like the unedited format. Right. That's how I do my videos. Everything's one take. Everything's just go. Everything's just speak your fucking mind. And to not have anyone to bounce back and forth off of, it. It got lonely because I do (laughs) things in my garage. It's just like (laughs) when you watch it, it seems like I'm talking to somebody because I'm talking to you. But in reality, I'm sitting there and I'm talking to shit in my garage.
1: Right. But you know what? That's the hardest part for most people to do anything on their own. They have a hard time having a conversation doing that so no i don't have any problem if you (laughs) guys have if you haven't seen his videos i will also include obviously a link to that there yeah so
0: yeah please check it out
1: so now i want to ask you is like how did you get involved with the killer flicks group by the way i started the youtube channel and about a couple months into
0: it um had started gaining some little following and a guy named dylan clancy came and was just like hey you know, I really like your videos. You should come over, check out the you know, thing. And I was like, okay, I'll check it out. I, I don't really like big horror groups. Right. Because there's a lot of fucking assholes in there <laughs> yeah. who think they actually know stuff about horror. And it's like, dude, you watch mainstream stuff. And I'm not against mainstream at all. Sure. It's just like, don't claim to be these fucking experts When you don't know shit about it and you want to hate on everything. And it's just like anytime anyone has an opinion, if it doesn't meet what you think is, you know, the end all be all, it just turns into this shit show. And so I have a very private group that I've had for a very long time. Right. Because I had a huge falling out in this other group I was in. And I used to be a, a mod in there, and I just, I had to eventually, because they were like, they were making claims that were so beyond my comprehension, like, <laughs> in arguments, yeah. and like, going at me. And when I left, they actually had a 500-comment thread of just ripping me apart. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it was insane. It was the, just, like, a few people who hated that's me. That's terrible, though. Yeah. And I ran the group. Like, everyone loved me. And then these kind of these guys kind of ran me out of there, because I was like, yeah, fuck these dudes. And I took about a hundred, I don't know, about like... 30, 40 people with me and started my own little thing. It's like, fuck you guys. I'm going to go start my own group. <laughs> and I did. And that became Sinister Cinema. Okay. And then I was like, you know, I said this, this shit so much. I was like, yeah, I'm going to just try my hand at YouTube. Fuck it. You know, I have a phone nowadays. So easy. I do everything from my phone.
1: I was wondering. I used to do that too, so.
0: Everything. That's all you need. Yeah, just Just, need your cell phone. Just
1: the the, the determination and the inspiration to do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and a fucking mouth that never stops. (laughs) I think more than anything, if you want to start a YouTube channel, is you can't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Right. Like, it's not that I don't like my people and that I don't care what they think. It's if they don't like you or... Because I feel like, There's this almost a frat initiation at first of people who just blast you. Right. To see if you're, like, worth it. You know, like, to see if you can get through that first, like, six months where mostly what you encounter is people being like, are you fucking retarded? Or, you know, like, (laughs) you know, my favorite comment, I still, I don't know why this one's always stuck with me, but it was like. You look like a you look like a cancer patient with a shitty beard. Oh my
1: god! I got fish boy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The fish baby boy or some shit like that. We all get some interesting (laughs) shit, man. But I just
0: I don't give a fuck, dude. (laughs) I know I have an opinion that doesn't match a lot of others. I don't give a shit what people think. Right? You know what I mean? There's. I will do it on here. You guys are gonna hear tons of shit that I'm gonna say. You're gonna be like, what? that movie's terrible <laughs> and I'm gonna be like no way man that's what my channel's all about defending <laughs> films
1: that people hate yeah. well you know I think, it, I think it's important that if you just like what you like and you express it as what you like yeah. it, it's not like you don't have to tell people in my personal opinion you don't have to be like you're wrong yeah no no absolutely yeah not. like Never. I think when people do that it's it's more about an ego than it is actually the movie 100% yeah so but yeah no I don't see anything wrong with that now you guys are doing a podcast in the mic of madness with, with uh, Brad and uh, I forget her name, sorry. Rebecca. Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys, how many episodes you got? Like five? We Well, we've got like, I don't know, eight or something because we do
0: a special for all the big releases. So mm-hmm. we did like Suspiria, we did Halloween, and we did one for its own because it's arguably the shittiest movie I've ever watched. And let me tell you, when I say that, I don't mean that lightly because I watch garbage. <laughs> I watch this shit and no one watches yeah. on Amazon Prime or the Red Box movies that everyone's like, who the fuck rents that? I do. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, Death House might be the worst movie I've ever watched.
1: Oh, I knew it going in before I even saw it, and I haven't even seen it yet. Oh, my
0: God, dude. We had to have our own special, because I was just, I was like, no, I got to talk about I this. I
1: saw that one, and I was really tempted, but I was like, I got to watch it first, just because I don't, need to. <laughs> please don't.
0: <laughs> please don't watch it. I, I implore everyone out there, if you have anybody, like, that's. Pre-ordered the Blu-ray, or wants to rent it, or don't give them any money. <laughs> you I'm know what, serious, don't give them any money. They you know what I think it
1: is? I think so many people are hung up on the people who are in it, and mm-hmm. and I think what people forget is that just because there's good actors or people who are icons right. in 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 horror doesn't mean that a movie's going to land well. No, in it, any facet.
0: It was supposed to be the Expendables of horror, and and that was what it was labeled as, and and you know. I'm telling you, you can take my word for it as someone who watches nonsense. I'm not this guy who's spiteful and is like, no, don't give them your money. Or I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm serious. They don't deserve a dollar. <laughs> wow. That's this that is bad. that bad. This is one of those movies where like no one tried. Nothing is worth a second of your time. It's literally horrendous on every aspect. <laughs> There's not one good thing I can tell you about the film.
1: So all of our fans that are fans of the movie are now leaving. But No one's I'm a fan kidding. of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one left because that person doesn't exist. You just made up a fictional person. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be one out there that's like, you know, lighting the torch for the way, you know, like, hey, guys, we're over here. And they're like, no, nah, I'm, I'm doing stuff. And if you like this movie, that's fantastic. <laughs> Trust me, I don't want
0: anyone to have wasted their time. I've always found it to be very vindictive when someone wants you to hate a movie you like. Right. It's like, why would you have wanted me to have not had a good time when I watched something? Shouldn't you have wished that I loved every movie I've ever watched in my life? Right, yeah. So it's, it's very weird to me. So if you love Death House, fantastic. I'm glad that you had fun and that it worked for you. I, I, it would be nice to know someone did, but... <laughs> I just genuinely can't see what anyone would enjoy about it and I'm somebody who as I said I watch all sorts of garbage and I will never knock anything usually I'll be like yeah it just wasn't for me it wasn't right. the right person for it this is shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is
0: a zero
1: what, what I don't you give it, zeros out out of a 5 or a 10 whatever Zero. Zero. Really? Oh, zero. That bad? No. It's it's. If there was lower, I'd go. I would probably just give it a one. That's the lowest I go. I've yeah. never given I, it a zero. Me too. Yeah. I only go one. Yeah. And it's a zero. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm saying. I have to go lower. <laughs>
1: <laughs> than is available that's horrible now, now i gotta watch it just on the i know and
0: that's what i said in my review i was like i don't want you guys to think of this as a glowing endorsement like it's a troll tour or a room or something yeah you know, the room there's yeah. no enjoyability to come from it it's not gonna be this thing that's in a theater and midnight releases and people are like throwing <laughs> spoons at the screen or something it's not gonna be like that people are just gonna watch this and go fuck my life i wish i would have done anything <laughs> else anything <laughs> stick hawk pokers into my dick whatever I- it would just be better
1: I think it was a uh, howling four that was that for me. Oh my God, I wanted to punch myself nightmare. in the face. The That's only redeeming awful. thing was that melty man that they paid top dollar mm. for the guy who did mm. the special effects that was it yeah the rest of the movie was like the worst movie i've awful. ever seen it's
0: so boring is yeah. the problem
1: i couldn't it, get through it i was like i was just wanted to punch myself every five minutes it just nothing happens yeah. it's just like a chick in a house it's a romance novel yeah. dude that's what it is it's a romance but not novel a, like even a decent one. no like no. you could find quality in a romance novel this right. is not one of them but yeah yeah no it's and awful. there may be better acting in this than that one too death, than death house <laughs>
0: I would watch I would watch The Howling 4 three times in a row <laughs> before I watch Death <laughs> That's House. That's a
1: glowing review right there. Oh, my God,
0: dude. <laughs> Death House is horrible. They're going to put that on
1: the Blu-ray of Howling 4. <laughs> right? Jason Smith says. Are you- <laughs> right.
0: Anyway, let's go on.
1: I think it might be that time. Horse
0: Shots! Shot!
1: Alright, guys. So today we're going to be doing a shot dedicated to the movie Terrified. And, uh, without spoiling too much, there is a scene with a dead kid in it. I'll just say that. Who is sitting upright at a table and knocks over a glass of milk. Today's shot is going to be called Dead Kid's Milk. And what's in a dead kid's milk? Well, It actually sounds pretty good to me. It's a half ounce of rum chata, one half ounce of 99 bananas, and a splash of vanilla creamer on top. Now, I can't confirm if this is going to curdle like a motherfucker, so you might want to drink it really fast. because Unless you love drinking cottage cheese, it might not be a real good thing. But before you take this shot, guys, you're going to want to turn off the lights and try not to spill your fucking drink, you you fucking dildo. You fucking dildo. Uh, (laughs) but yeah, guys, I'll tell you what, if one of you takes one of these shots, I will send a care package out to you, but you have to do a video of you actually putting the shot together and actually taking it at, you know, in one video, we'll share it everywhere. So wear your best Sunday dress and, uh, we'll, we'll put it up, but yeah, I'll send you out something worth 10 or $20 to wherever you are. I don't even care where you live. So just do it. Yeah, it'll be worth vomiting
0: into the toilet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Drink. You have to drink for me because I'm actually cutting out alcohol altogether. So Um, but yeah, I would love to see that, guys. So if you guys would love to take this dead kid's milk shot, all you got to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag Horse shots now. My 20 year old self is sending you a video right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for Horse shots. Alright guys, so now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes of Aramintari as well as Terrified right now. Starting off with Aramintari, so I'm going to be doing the movie that I uh, did the research on this way, and we'll get his thoughts, get Jason's thoughts on this uh, after I kind of tell you a little bit about it. So to give you guys an idea, um, part of the reason we picked these two movies is because of Jason. Jason said, oh, have you seen the movie Terrified? And I was like, no, I haven't. But I've been wanting to see that because I remember watching the trailer and going, oh, I want want to see that. And then I didn't even realize it was out on Shutter. Yeah, I went in blind. Yeah. Same, well, kind of. I didn't see a trailer. I didn't see any. I didn't remember anything about the trailer. I just remember liking it. Sure, which is good. Yeah. So, but this one, the, the other movie that we picked was Arimentari because I felt like if you guys knew who Alex de la Iglesia is, he's presenting this and, and, and produced it kind of, uh, kind of like how Argento would have produced Lamberto Bava's Demons or something like that. This guy already has a track record of a ton of movies since back in like the eighties and, and did a lot of different fucking crazy films all the way up to today, but he's now producing movies as well. And that's Arimentari. Yeah. You want to know why I I
0: asked you to do this movie over the other one? Why? Because I had no idea how to pronounce that name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I didn't want to have to say it. You know, I think Aramintari came out... In 2017 in the film festival circuit. Uh, so, but it hasn't been released to the general public really other than the festivals than right recently, which Netflix picked up this movie. The story is, it's based off like an old folk legend uh, from like, some people say it could go back as far as 6,000 years, although they think that Aramantari means blacksmith, by the way. Hmm. And... Smith was not a word six thousand years ago, or you know however many years ago that they think this is, so,
0: but the earth's only six thousand years old, man
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's when we started the calendar, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's called also the Blacksmith and the devil it's a retelling of an ancient fable about a blacksmith who finds himself battling the devil, and in this story, the blacksmith has captured a demon and lives a life hermit like seclusion away from prying eyes of the townsfolk. All is going well until a desperate little girl, Usui, accidentally stumbles across the devil and unknowingly releases him. man, that was
0: spoiler heavy,
1: yeah, well, I mean, the story's out there, and I don't think it's too bad huh? now. the director. And writer is Paul Orca. Arquijo Alio. Hmm. Um, this is the first feature film that he's ever done. He's done quite a few shorts before this, and he wrote in, that he wrote and directed as well, like Monsters Do Not Exist, El Bosque Negro, and quite a few others. Uh, nothing that I recognize, but I'm sure they're really thick with atmosphere. It also has actors Candifo Yurango, who plays Patsy. Oh, him. Yeah, <laughs> he's the blacksmith, <laughs> basically. Yeah. He was in movies that you might not have heard of called Pink Punch, Fragile, Mystical, Baztan, and a new movie on Netflix also called Skin of the Wolf that's out now, too. Plus, a movie called 70 Big Ones. It also stars Uma Bracalia. She plays Usui. This is the only movie she's ever done or anything. Uh, she's really young, so clearly that's why. Uh, it also stars Neko Sargadoy, who plays Sartial. Who is the demon? He was in a movie called When You No Longer Love Me, The Bastard's Fig Tree, The Night Watchman, and The Giant. Uh, This movie was shot on a three million euro budget in about seven weeks, which he said was not a very a whole lot of money, you know, to to basically shoot a fantasy film. Yeah. So, which this is a very horror fantasy styled movie with really dark elements in it. So, but what did you think of it? (coughs) drop some hot knowledge yeah i didn't know much going into it i went into
0: it blind uh the first person who brought it to my attention was my friend travis gillespie he was like oh you know he's he's always my foreign film go-to guy right he knows all the shit coming out so anytime anything especially asian is coming out i I just kind of let him do that (laughs) um and he'll be like yeah check this out whatever so i trust him and he was excited for this one. And when I saw it was coming to Netflix, it's like, it's Netflix. Fuck it. I'm just going to press play. You know, I don't got to rent it. I don't got to think about it. Um, and then he wasn't hot on it. So I was like, ah, fuck. So I put it away for like, it's only been out maybe a month at, at best, maybe a few weeks. And then when, you know, when I mentioned Terrifier, you said, you know, how about Aramintari? And I was like, oh, OK, I'll finally get to check this out. And so I threw it on. as I said, like, didn't look anything up at all. Right. Anything. And I'm like, oh, it's a horror flick and this and that. It's very, very kiddish, okay. in my opinion. Sure. I, w- I was very surprised when I was watching it. I was like, is this for children? Like, there is <laughs> stuff in it that is adult. They yeah. say shit a couple times. Couple little things, like subject matter and whatnot. But it's weird, man. It's this really weird blend of, like, super kiddish fantasy and some dark adult stuff. And... uh I don't know. I had a hard time getting into it because I couldn't find the tone for myself. I kept like expecting it to go darker or I kept expecting it to go more adult. And then at other times I was like, all right, just going to continue down this kid path. Right. And we're in a kid's movie. And then it would kind of take another veer and I'd be like, oh, so this is kind of darker. And then I will say that the film looked great. Very visually stunning. I thought the cinematography in the film was excellent.
1: Art direction. Yeah, that?
0: that was all very cool. Um, I didn't like the lead. Okay. Very much i think that he hurt the film i think that if this film had a stronger lead here playing the blacksmith okay that i would have dug the movie a lot more i didn't gravitate towards him i didn't really care about his character i didn't really like him very much so you know and i didn't i didn't see him as a badass at all
1: okay like yeah. in the
0: slightest he didn't he never projected any kind of uh you know uh, intimidation or anything evil him. that they yeah, kept saying that they were just like oh my god he you know the devil himself is afraid of this guy yeah That's literally what they say in the movie and when i saw the guy i'm like it's just some fucking old dude like (laughs) is there a moment in this movie that you can remember where he even looks intimidating or scary or anything
1: yeah he just wants a cup of milk guys just leave him alone right
0: he just wants some dead cake milk (laughs) god and I, i don't know dude i just that killed the film for me yeah like a lot of it it was just like if they put in a really strong like um like a stephen lang Okay. Stephen Lang is a badass old dude. You know, you watch Don't Breathe, or you watch, like, Avatar, or you watch whatever. Like, Stephen Lang can bring that, like, I'm 60, but I'm ripped. Okay. And I'm fucking, I can beat the shit out of you if need be. And you put Stephen Lang in a beard and give him a fucking (laughs) huge hammer and have him go attack demons... I'd be like, hell yeah, fucking sign me up for this movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. That would have worked, or or even a movie. Um, don't kill it. I don't know if you saw Mike yes. Mendez's "Don't Kill It" with Dolph yeah. Lundgren, which mm-hmm. I love.
1: Don't kill it.
0: Yeah, it's great, man. Yeah. One of the one of the best premises I've seen in a long time. A very inventive, original premise. Um, but Dolph Lundgren's awesome in that he he's more funny. He's got a little bit more of a comedic element to it, but. He's badass, and he's 60. You know what I mean? So it's not like because you have an old man, it's like, oh, well, Jason, he's an old guy. I mean, how intimidating can be? No, he (laughs) can be. There can be dudes that bring an intimidating presence with them. Like, I have to believe this guy would make the devil question if he can beat him or not. And this is just just nothing. That opening sequence, like when he's fighting the soldiers. And his power seemed to be all over the place in the movie. Yeah, like I, kind I was of like, agree. how the hell did townspeople take him down? But he took on a fucking like British army by himself.
1: Do you know what I mean? Well, well it that... was only like a couple years. I in have between. thoughts on that, but I don't want to spoil it okay. too too, too yeah, much. Yeah. yeah,
0: but it's just he seemed to be all over the place. Um, his relationship with the kid, I didn't buy it enough to believe that he would care to go after her after not caring for so long, like stuff like that. So a lot of these things in the movie, they I guess it was just a very uneven film for me. Okay, visually looked cool. OK, and I just I, yeah, I couldn't take the character seriously and I couldn't get the tone of it was, this was adult or if it was fantasy. And I, I can usually do both together. But this one just it was all over the place. So for me, it's fine, but nothing I'd of watching again for sure.
1: Well, for me, it's, it's a little different um, because I, I was very much like you when I started watching this movie. For one, I came into from watching Terrified directly before. Oh, my God. Okay, which, far wait till you uh, hear our thoughts about this, guys. So you're going to want to stick around. Trust me. Yeah. Um. Aramontari, I think, is better than I expected it to be the first half of the movie. Okay. It ended up better. I sort of, kind of expected a, a fable tale, which, you know, it pretty much is. And, and of course, Alex Daly Iglesia, who did the movie The Last Circus, was just one of my favorite movies by him that he's done, and I love that movie through and through. It has some pacing issues and shit, but it's the right kind of weird and dark. Yeah. And so I was like, uh, instantly, I didn't realize that he didn't direct this. I don't like all of his movies, but but it was enough for me to go, okay, I'll sure. ch- I'll check this out. So that's why I got interested in it right away. Um, I think it's fair to say if you enjoy his other directed films, though, you probably will like this one a little bit. To some degree, you may not love it, but I think it, it kind of falls in the same category as like his films uh, because it has a little bit of a weird thing about it. But like you said, I really do like... I thought the aesthetics, the way it looked, the way it was shot, everything was done in kind of like a very it's Mm fable-esque like there's it's not like your normal pacing of a movie but it also goes in some darker places than you would expect a kid to go yeah so it's a uh, cool movie I think it's definitely a stark difference between terrified for sure. So that was a really jarring factor for me going into this because I was like off this like extreme high. And then I had to go into this other world that I just was not in the mood for.
0: You know what it kind of reminded me of? I know this is way this is nowhere near as fantasy as this one. But Mm -hmm. for some reason, and I haven't seen this in a while, so I could be completely off on this, but is rare exports.
1: okay? yeah, I can kind of see that. It's got that dark tone, but that like kind of kiddish. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like a teen, like a early teen, uh, to like, adult film, sort of. It's like something that the whole family could watch, but I wouldn't say it's like an 8-year-old could could digest this kind of film in the same way as Rare Exports, but they got a lot of male genitalia in that, so you probably wouldn't want your kids seeing that anyway. Plus, it doesn't have much
0: of a payoff, in my opinion. Oh, the the Rare Exports? No, this one. Oh, yeah. It had a very lackluster ending for what it was setting up.
1: I, I think what they did, though, is pretty interesting. I thought it got better as it went on, and I liked some of the complexity of like what demons are like mm-hmm. and like the hierarchy that they have there and like right. what duties they have and and how this guy like got out of hell instead of having to go and like the story so it really there, if you see this movie, you're going to be, like, not knowing where it's going. No. You, you kind of do, generally, but I think it'll throw you off enough, the trail, and then it just kind of keeps hopping around, doing all these different things, like, does the girl like him? Does she like the demon? Does, you know, it goes yeah. all over the place. So, you know, it it's not, it's not something I would watch every year or anything like that, but if, you know, in five years, if I haven't thought about it in a while, and someone goes, hey, you want to watch it? I wouldn't be like, fuck, no. No, not at all.
0: It's... <laughs> (laughs) unique enough that I think people should give it a chance.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And I think it's really well directed like for the guy who did it that he's I don't want to compare him to Guillermo del Toro or anything like that but it seems like that style because this is Mm -hmm. a a movie based on um, Bosque, the Bosque language and I think I'm saying that right B-O-S-Q-U-E which is a language that was forbidden up into the 80s in northern Spain that they used. Okay. It was forbidden You could not use it. You cannot utter it because they wanted to kill the language. Wow. It's a mix between French and Spanish. Okay. So there's parts of France that have speaking of this language as well as, um, some of the uh, Spanish so which I couldn't like I was like is this a Spanish film because I thought it was at first and then I was like they're not speaking Spanish though I was like what are they speaking Hmm. and I looked it up and it's Bosque Bosque is a bounty hunter from Star Wars to me I don't know (laughs) but guys if you like fables you like something a little bit darker with a little bit of a twisty kind of end and you kind of want to see where what demons do in a regular world like and it seems to have a decent budget i mean yeah no it uh, looks really good
0: like he high production value.
1: three million euros and i think that guy made magic happen on three million euros yeah, so technically that's like six
0: million u.s right
1: it's about that yeah, yeah i would assume fun. it's about double that yeah, yeah right no it, i mean yeah it looks
0: fucking great it looks great it's yeah. a very unique concept you haven't seen a film like it much um I absolutely think people should check it out if they seem like that's something that's interesting to them at all because it's worth your time. It's, it's on not, Netflix. It's bad, yeah, it's, it's. You don't even have to pay for it unless you. I mean, unless you don't have Netflix. Don't get a Netflix <laughs> just for this. <laughs> yeah, I no. can point you towards tons of great shit on Netflix that you need to watch before this. If you don't have Netflix, it's fucking right. crazy when people tell me they don't have Netflix.
1: <laughs> Netflix does put out some good shows. I think Netflix. this is a decent one to watch. It's not gonna. You know, if you have some extra time to sit around, watch it, check it out. You yeah. might like it. You might not. So it's definitely. I wouldn't. I would say it's definitely leaning towards fantasy uh, more oh, than than time. horror, but. Absolutely. It's got some dark elements I think some people could appreciate. So, But now we're going to jump into some of the spoilers. So if you don't want of these spoiled, you probably want to skip this section. So there were some things that I did like in the beginning, um, but I was kind of like the beginning. The girl is kind of a badass. Mm-hmm. Like she's an outcast kid because her mom killed herself by hanging herself. They don't really explain that until later on, obviously. Right. And so you kind of, you feel bad for her, you know? She's doing weird shit, like fucking hanging out with snakes and fucking drinking the fucking communion wine. Right. <laughs> out in the middle of the forest for no reason. They don't really explain. I was getting a lot of Halloween 4
0: vibes from the kids picking on her for her dead parents.
1: Fair enough, yeah. I Which can see like, that.
0: It's funny, too, because they were, like, singing it as well, like, you know,
1: Jamie's an yeah. <laughs>
0: orphan, Jamie's an orphan. I just kept fucking, you know, her uncle's a who the fuck picks on a kid? Cause their parents are dead. And like the shit they're saying to her is so mean spirited. This is why I'm like, this ain't no kids movie. Cause they're sitting there and they're like, you know, your mom's a whore and, and she hung herself <laughs> and she's fucking in hell now burning. And yeah. you're going to hell burn kids. too. It's like, damn man. Kids that's hard or, even for up. kids. That's it, at that age. Like, especially like in, in Halloween four. Yeah. They were like, like she's eight like, to 12. Yeah, she's or, like eight. yeah. And these kids are like, you know, your fucking mommy's a mommy. It's like Jesus Christ, man! And this is obviously takes place like
1: way back,
0: like yeah, 1835. They, is, is that what it was? Starts and yeah. then it's eight years later, so, so it makes sense. I mean, 1843.
1: You know, back then, I I would assume that they would kind of like push people out pretty easily oh yeah they were super religious yeah like mm-hmm. i mean they they like fucking thought if you had a headache you had a demon inside of you yeah. so i mean if your mom killed herself then you might be some sort of evil spirit to them or something i guess shit not even that long
0: ago we used to treat women for hysteria by fucking doctors fingering women that's oh how the, jesus that's how the
1: vibrator got invented oh my you know god because how... it was a more no, clinical
0: doctors were actually in order because girls were coming in they were frustrated. And they and they were like they didn't know what to do, so they they were labeling them in this way, and the doctors would manually masturbate the women to get them off to have an orgasm. What the fuck? And it would relieve them of their stress, their whatever, because when sex back then men didn't really pleasure women, and so they were just like they had all the house chores, they had all this, but they had no release, and so the doctors would jack them off. But the doctors were starting (laughs) to get carpal tunnel.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. From, and that's how the and, cream for your fucking yeah. arthritis
0: was made. And then they made a vibrator be, just so that they wouldn't hurt their wrists anymore. Crazy, and they dude. would jack their clients off <laughs> with the vibrator. Yeah, that was medicine back in the day. I wish I went to the doctor now and they jerked me off. <laughs> I know what's ailing well, they, you. They do know milk people's
1: I'm, prostates. I guess be people so. lining
0: up around the block to go to the doctor again. <laughs> Be like, no, not that doctor. You got anyone with uh, maybe like yeah. some C's what, or. What about
1: that guy with the flipper
0: hands? Yeah, How
1: about, yeah right. You got the nurse over there. The, the flipper hands. You know what I'm talking about? It was about. just one flipper, baby. Do you remember the fucking American Horror Story? <laughs> fucking the freak show yeah. episodes? Like where the guy was like fucking dil- yeah. diluing women yeah. with his flipper yeah, yeah, hands? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> fucking. Um, uh, Talk whatever. about carpal tunnel, huh? Right? <laughs> so back to the kids movie, yeah, that's in the kids movie. <laughs> <laughs> jesus, jesus christ, christ. We're all over the place. i like that she would she would bite back she would fight oh yeah and she would like there was like this scene with the little girls and they were like fucking, um just like they wouldn't play with her like they they entertained her for a little bit because they were curious there's these two little girls in a cave where this water is it's like i guess where you like I don't know. Some sort of religious thing. There's crosses everywhere in this movie, by the way, because it's ultra religious times, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, the girls are like picking on her and they're like, she's like, your doll's stupid or something like yeah. that. Cause it's got no head because these kids picked on her, right? Killed her snake yeah. and threw it over the wall of the blacksmith's fucking house gate or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> These girls are making fun of her because she's she's like, she's dead, just like your mom. Right. so fucked up. And I'm like, Jesus. And the girl splashes, like the Usui, I guess her name is. Mm. She splashes water on him and slaps the fucking girl in her face and then screams at him and they all oh, go running. Know. She's just like, fuck you guys.
0: <laughs> I love that, it though. It's great. Yeah, you know, actually, another movie this reminds me of a lot, now that I'm really sitting down here and thinking about it, mm-hmm. is uh, Beauty and the Beast. It's like this girl that's down in the village who everyone thinks is odd and peculiar. Okay. She's like, you know, going around and then she goes off into, you know, the the faraway land and and this beast takes her and then all the town folks come with their fucking torches to burn it down after no one seemed to like her in the movie. Right. oh, all of a sudden you care about Belle. Right. all of a sudden everyone wants to go, yes, Gaston wants to be with her or whatever, but (laughs) it's still like, it's one of these things where it's like, Everyone in the town is picking on this girl throughout the thing. And then once they find out she's up there, they're like, well, we're going to go there and we're going to kick her ass. I know they're going there for gold, too, but they try to make it seem like they're there for her. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're like letting every kid beat the shit out of this kid, like throughout the whole movie. And now all of a sudden you give a shit.
1: Right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I mean, it is kind of similar. I mean, the, the the overall moral of the story is don't judge a book by a cover, you know, or whatever, because Even the girl's misunderstood. Even he's misunderstood because he's a supposed evil guy. And really, he was doing it for good reasons, even though he kind of hung a baby over the fire, which happens to be her. Like, what the fuck? When the story comes out, you're
0: like, okay, this is interesting guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: I was like, Jesus Christ. You just see the shadow. You don't see the baby or anything. This is a
0: foreign movie. Yeah. That's how you can tell. It's something (laughs) like that. Because if you watch, like, Asian movies, their leads are assholes and i love it i love that about like foreign films is they don't have to have these like perfect people be their you know their main protagonists yeah they have these very flawed characters i've seen a few films uh, recently like that where the guy's like beating the fuck out of his wife and like raping hookers and shit, and he's like the lead that you're rooting for. And you're like <laughs> that would never fly in America, but they but,
1: do do that in this. Yeah, that's kind of similar. Yeah, this guy's a total piece of
0: shit. Yeah, yeah, but
1: but not in the sense that you would think. Like like you said. Oh, this guy's supposed to scare the devil. No. Like, oh, he no. is not, he's, he's not, not like kicking babies every five seconds as like a, a fun pastime. He's not no. putting them on the fire just to smell the flesh. Right. He's like, like, that's evil. Like, what he did was just a human being being fucking out of control and fucked up. Like, you know, it is evil. Well, he goes evil. into
0: reclusion because of what he did. Right, more than anything, and this is his redemption story. Did
1: they even say what the fuck happened to his wife and why he decided to? Like he was like caught by some soldiers, right? There was a war, like a Bosque war of some sort, like some sort of. Uh, I forget well, he what the came war. home from the war, right?
0: And his wife had been knocked up by another person, and so he had a. They had she had a kid, which is the kid in the movie.
1: Yeah, but before that, before he goes back, he made a deal with the devil. In order to get out of the situation he was in, in the war, I think, mm. in the beginning, right? Because they show him fighting all these guys and the soldiers and the, the devil, the demon, yeah. helps him out. Okay. In yeah. the shadow or something like that. And then he goes home and finds out that his wife right. was. And he kills a fucking So dad. he was a POW, is that what it was? Yeah. He, he was a POW and he was going to be murdered.
0: Well, yeah, he came home from, yeah, exactly. He sells his soul, but he comes back from the war and, you know, obviously she thought he'd died. Right. And so she got knocked up by someone else, and he can do the math. That kid ain't his. <laughs> and so he comes in, and he fucking kills the the husband. Yeah. And then he tries, like, he is going to kill the baby, but doesn't. And then the wife kills herself.
1: He burns its face, though, by the way. Yeah, guys.
0: her face is, like, half burned. Which is pretty so fucked up. I'm not like-
1: trying to say the guy's, like, going to win any awards for humanitarian of the year. No. <laughs> no. So he's, like, kind of her
0: pseudo-stepfather. Who burned her in a fire when she was a kid in a in a rage, a, a you know, a jealous rage? Right. Yeah. This is our hero, people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> who we're rooting for. He's not the hero we wanted. He's the hero we needed. Yeah, he's the hero we deserve. Because <laughs> yeah. we're terrible people. <laughs>
0: um. Oh God, dude. There's so many silly fucking things in this movie that was just like, okay, really. <laughs> One of the things that stuck out too was like. How many people, especially the demon, how many times can you fall for the bear trap trick?
1: Yeah, that was a little too much. But like, dude,
0: again? He it, tried to run out of the house, got caught in a bear trap, then gets put back in the thing. Then he tries to run out of the house again and gets caught by another bear trap. It's like, look down! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Didn't we just already do this? Well, was it like a demon uh, tractor? Right. Like it had like a tractor beam on it for demons? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to leave it like... Da, 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 like ran across the lawn at you. That'd be great. Like a bear trap running.
1: <laughs> like a fucking Pac-Man. Yeah, like Pac-Man. Oh, man. I mean, I wouldn't it put it past... Him this movie almost it would have put the bump the whole movie up for me for (laughs) sure the demon that's supposed to go and pick this guy up and then when he gets out a couple of times he steps on that bear trap but you find out later on that he's just a bumbling idiot in hell even he's and his problem is is that he's too good-natured in a way i guess yeah he's
0: uh yeah he's demoted to
1: fucking like housewares he's misunderstood in hell like the blacksmith is mis- misunderstood in on earth yeah right I don't even know, though you the... hang babies over the fire so i don't know where <laughs> where i'm going with that right no just yeah the
0: demon has his own personality and his own desires and and he's like trying to make his way up the ranks right Like he's trying to make like swing manager, but they like demote him to fucking like housewares. (laughs) That's exactly what happens (laughs) in the movie. They're like, You've been demoted and he's like, Where? And they're like, to like the fourth level of evil with like sadness and yeah, exactly. (laughs) You wanna keep your job here, you're gonna be scrubbing
1: toilets. Yeah, they call it the fifth circle. Fifth circle. I had it written down
0: somewhere on here and that he like has to deal with sadness and whatever.
1: Yeah, he's like, Not the sad Yeah, no, I don't wanna do that. It's like Dude, you're in hell. <laughs> <I think laughs> yeah. You're not supposed to like your time there. The thing I liked that made me, I liked about this movie in particular is how they kind of explain that part where they're talking about that hierarchy and the different levels. But I like <laughs> that because it's just kind of interesting to see like, like we're, our demons, they're just, we before the humans got there. Or do humans turn into demons or like, it yeah, kind of, it kind of toys works. with that a little bit. Yeah. Um, cause he
0: turns human looking at the end. Right. But I don't know if that's just a disguise or if that's what he was before or whatnot. One thing we haven't talked about yet. And I guess this is going to, yeah, something glaring that sticks out to me is like, <laughs> I never thought I'd see a movie where people defeat demons with chickpeas.
1: That was, that was interesting. Fucking
0: weird, dude. I was like, "Wait, what?" But like, okay, so he does it to the first demon first, and I was like, "Okay, that was silly." But then he does <laughs> it to the main one at the end, and that's how he defeats him, essentially. Yeah, that was a and little like, weird.
1: Chickpeas? <laughs> really? Hey, man, like, don't throw your chickpeas out. Yeah, all
0: right? in case yeah, just in case you're ever gonna go hunt demons, make sure you bring some hummus with you. <laughs> They can't be they can't be chopped up though. They have to you have to be able to count. It has to be chickpeas, I guess.
1: It's funny because apparently there's they even use the practice in like exorcism and stuff. I'm looking it up right now because it, it says a, a look of Irish demon busters, and apparently they use chickpeas in that too. So that's like an old, old, old world yeah. fucking thing. Sure. With chickpeas. But that's I, one of those things you drop. I'd heard the bell one, the bell thing. Yeah. Where For they were using the bell, the bell like because it's like a specific sound that they can demons can't handle and they go crazy. Okay. Uh, and then the chickpea thing, I was completely baffled by. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm like, is this like a nod to saying that math is the devil, right? Is it the language? I thought it was like math was the language of God, but then they have right. to count these chickpeas in order, and when you move them around, they get all yeah. freaked out ah! and shit. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's interesting, though. It was, w- yeah.
0: i never seen it before. <laughs> I always ask for fucking new things, and I got it. Yeah, it's pretty old, though. Right. No, I know, but i never seen it. i never heard of it before. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I did find it funny. The only mo- moment that there was some bonding at all in this movie between them is when they're torturing the demon together and right. laughing. Right i was Which, like
1: that's fucked up <laughs> so i know watching a kid torture a demon it's kind of like sick yeah, a little bit it was funny though i felt bad for the I demon did, i did too i was like "Damn, man let him off
0: let up off him but then i'm sitting there like wait don't they just torture people in hell all day every right. day for millions of years well, they want him.
1: you to feel bad for them so that then you get him he got him out of there yeah that's why the girl got lured into it and then didn't she was like can you talk to my mom in hell Right. And he's like, well, there's a lot of people in hell, but yeah, I'll fucking talk to her if you let me out. Yeah, that's the
0: message of this movie, man. No matter how bad you are, somebody might be able to get you out of hell. As long as they have check no,
1: Did you notice that, like, nobody fucking let that girl down from the ledge? Like she just, they just pushed her into the fire with that shit. Like, yeah, your mom killed herself; she's in hell. Yeah. Like, fuck off, you dumb bitch. Right. You know, Like, what? Right. Like nobody, not even the fucking preacher or whatever the hell he was—I don't know what denomination it was—I would assume Catholic, so priests—he mm-hmm. didn't even really let her off the ledge. He said, "Well, yeah, bad people go to hell. That's just the way it is." Like, no sugarcoating it. She's a she's in hell. Yeah.
0: I, one thing I did like about this movie, though, is. I like that the priest is really happy to see a demon and he wants him to come with him. So it's proof that
1: what they're doing actually, you know, right.
0: It was like, oh, there you go. That's what I would do.
1: He was like, thank you, Lord. Was like, that was yeah. like the first thing he says. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? Thank you. Yeah. It's like, thank
0: you. Now I know what I'm fucking preaching about is real. I didn't really believe
1: it until now. <laughs> yeah, Pretty much. <laughs> I, mean, I
0: thought. Anyone who has faith that you have to go on blind faith. And until you see a demon, until you see God open up the sky and talk, it's like, I'm not a 100%. You know, and so seeing that, I like that that's brought up like, oh, fuck, yes. Like, I'm vindicated. I I gave my whole life to this, and and now I know it's real. I just, I thought that was neat for them to actually bring that up. And he was like, no, no, you need to go with us so you can prove to everybody. And I want to be the guy who is the proof who brings in like the argument once and for all that this I like that
1: too i like just the conversation about the whole fucking idea of it so it it is interesting to just put these demons out in the middle of the world and they're not supposed to be seen like that's a that's a bad thing in hell by the way if you show a human that you're a devil then you've you've done something wrong there's rules man <laughs> yeah there was
0: a rule that we never got to find out about
1: yeah this is like that that behind the scenes look at the right. at like yeah the stuff you're not supposed to talk about in a movie or something because i think that's
0: essentially what a lot of like possession stuff is supposed to be right it's like a demon doing what it's not supposed to be doing you're not supposed to take someone over you're not supposed to go into reagan's body you're not supposed to try to take people over right you're supposed to stay down in hell right and whatnot, and they're coming up here, and they're doing something. Father, like whatever his name is. Yeah, Merrick. Jo- is or father? In which one? In, one? Well, or he's Exorcist.
1: in the first one, the one that jumps out the window. Oh, yeah, yeah. In The Exorcist, I was saying. But yeah, mm-hmm. that rule set is kind of interesting to kind of, like, kind of trivialize the whole rules of demons and take the this i mean there's no scary shit in this whatsoever no no so (laughs) no it's really kind of just like uh interesting to find out the the fascination of all the like different inner workings so
0: yeah it says not supposed to expose itself or it interferes with the physical world that i think is a good explanation of why it rarely happens okay because otherwise if demons were able to possess people then why aren't we seeing it all over the place, all the time? Right. Like there should be people possessed like crazy all the time, anytime they do these bad things. But if it's actually like you're not supposed to do that, yeah, if that's like a you know a no no in the demon world, then it would explain why there's so few actual possessions out there in the world ever.
1: Yeah, and the way I always see it in like ghost shows and stuff like that, they always talk about it is though that you know being alive is like. Them trying to get out of hell in a way or something. Right.
0: They're using you as a vessel. Yeah. To, to get themselves out of hell.
1: To exist in that plane of right. existence. You have
0: something they want. Yeah. Life.
1: This is totally not like that, but... No, but it it, it I like that it's
0: addressing that he's not supposed to show himself. Right. Um, and as I said, that kind of explains why well, they kinda, this isn't happening
1: all the time. Yeah, and then and then when the little girl comes in and sneaks into uh the blacksmith's fucking house, his well guarded fifty million crosses everywhere, spikes, bear traps, everything everywhere house, he presents himself as a little boy at first. Yeah. Which is to trick her into letting him out. Well you gotta remember, man, back then no one had Netflix. No one had
0: <laughs> no one had anything to do. So you make like they 10 didn't even have TVs. No.
1: So. They didn't have anything else to do. But they tell stories and that's what these fables probably huh. yeah.
0: This is Netflix back in the day. Yeah. Fables. Yeah, no, I yeah, it's funny to think about that. Like it's like, oh how the fuck this guy has so much stuff. It's like, dude, he had nothing better to do. He's by himself, too. He doesn't even have friends. He doesn't leave the house. He's just making crosses. Right. That's all he does all day. He's a blacksmith.
1: Did you catch on to the dandy being a demon pretty quick? No. I don't think there's
0: an indication. Did you?
1: I kind of knew when he didn't want to go in the gate. Oh, okay. I was like, why wouldn't he want to go in the gate? Like, there's something up with that. Okay. Because he was like, no, 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 no. I don't do any of that work. You guys do that. You go in and make sure it's safe. But then if he was scared of the crosses and it, and it, it scared him, Because you could tell they put the crosses on the outside of the gate. So I was like, are they trying to keep something out or in? It could be both. That's what I kept thinking. I'm like, okay, so maybe the demon would come in or he's got a trap. Because they talk about him being trapped. It could be a woman screaming in the middle of the night, but it was actually, it could be a demon. Right. That was the, the story the townsfolk were telling. But then you find out there is a demon and... It's keeping him in so he can't escape as well as coming in. So I don't know. I guess that's just a loose part of the story.
0: The dandy's like the wolf in Pulp Fiction, right? He's like the cleanup
1: guy. Yeah, kind of. Well, if you send in the wolf, that's all you have to say. Uh, but the dandy turns into a demon. I thought that was kind of cool. Like his face does some weird thing. He does it like, look
0: like a fish for a second? Right. Like first. Because a it, lot of them has like fish features when they get to hell. Like a lot of there's a lot of cool looking demons.
1: It totally reminds me of Spawn though. Okay. Yeah. That's why when I think the of that. Effect. Yeah, this, okay. the special effects and just the, the, the fact of them being in hell, because they go to hell if you guys are listening past this and you haven't seen it. But yeah, he turns into a full fledged fucking like stand up giant yeah, demon. Huge. Yeah. It's pretty it's impressive. It's CGI, yeah. I think. So it's cool. My dog
0: it. And then yeah, and then they uh take the girl down into hell. Yeah.
1: And he's got to go down there. Well, she gives um, up her life. That's another complex thing that children probably wouldn't be able to handle is that she gives up her soul, which is weird because I always. see her mom. Yeah. So she could see her mom. He's like, I'll take you to see your mom. And then he stabs her with the pitchfork. Yeah. And kills her. Yeah. And, she, and I was like, that's kind of dark. Yeah, it's dark. They didn't show her die, like getting stabbed. No. A lot of stuff's done in shadow. Right. Mm hmm. But it was still cool. And then when they go down there, well, the the blacksmith obviously wants to go down there to get her because she saved him, right? By intervening, right? I'm not sure how the hell
0: like he got the bell to go with him.
1: That's what I was thinking but, too. <laughs> they put it on a cart, and yeah. then all of a sudden he's got it in a bag over his shoulder.
0: I like how like he's carrying it over his shoulder, and he could barely carry it. He's like heaving it, like as, as hard as he can. And then when he sees the demon, like he throws it to his side, and he just runs with it.
1: Right? Like, yeah. In one
0: hand, I'm like. Wait, wasn't it over your shoulder and like, thousands of pounds? It's made of pure gold? And then when yeah. you see something, he just runs with it in one hand. I'm like, huh.
1: That, that <laughs> There's no way that a man could carry a bell that heavy.
0: <laughs> no, 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 especially this guy. But yeah. he's, you know, he he scares the devil, man. He's He's tough. Yeah, but then, I don't know, it sets this whole thing up like, oh, my God, he's going to go down and he's going to fight the devil in hell. And it's like, he throws chickpeas on the ground. The thing goes down. It's like a fucking scene from, like, a... Jim Henson movie. Right. You know, it feels like Labyrinth or something. He like goes down <laughs> yeah, and he's like, one, two, three. <laughs> and then the fucking like, goes right past the guy, right? I don't even think he kills the guy. He uses the bell on him. He uses the bell, but does he die?
1: And they don't show anything. They just, yeah, they don't show it. They show him tilting it back and you see Alistair, the demon. Yeah, and demon, then he hits the thing. And then he hits it and then you just see, like, that's it. And then the door's open and then he walks through and the movie's over. Right.
0: And I was like we don't get to see him go down there. We don't get to see like the reunion between the mom, the daughter and the thing. Like none of that is explored at all. I
1: bet you they had about 5 million more. Right. We would have seen that, but I think because they didn't have that budget. And this
0: is what we can afford.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Good night. (laughs) Which, I'd be honest, I thought it was kind of cool to see the different types of demons down there that were, yeah. like, letting all the humans in. And it was kind of like a comical, you know, little Nicky uh, feel to it, you know?
0: I thought he was going to look for her more. And she just was, like, five people ahead of him in line. Right. And I was like, oh, there she is. Yeah, Cause just he's like, oh, we got to go down there. We got to look for her. we got to, you know, wade through hell. And I'm like, oh, it's going to get awesome. Yeah, he's going to be like knocking fucking demons out. He's going to be like running through layers of hell. It's like they get there. Hey, where are you? And she's like, I'm right here. And it's like, OK, <laughs> it's
1: like that's it. He just found her.
0: She's right there. Yeah, what the fuck. Okay. She's just right there. She's just standing in front of him when they die. She's like, just wow. standing
1: there, too, for no reason, just yeah, staring at the gate. Line and everybody else doesn't off. really seem like they're all losing their mind, except for him and her. Yeah. That was a little confusing, too. They're,
0: you know, they, I don't know, they got a fast pass.
1: Did you notice the, the, the demon character that had, like, a face on its butt? Oh, I don't. Or its stomach or something? Yeah. It was like a brief uh, little snippet. Yeah. You see it smiling, and it's all like, hey. Yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. That was really weird. <laughs> yeah, the demons had a cool look to them.
0: I also thought it was kind of funny the, the, the demon when he's exposed in this, in the sunlight, he twinkles like in twilight. Really? I mean, it was, did like, he was like covered in glitter. <laughs> oh God. No, he really I'm was. I'm a
1: disco ball, bitch. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it was pretty funny, dude. <laughs> um, and then I like that the demon threatened the townspeople.
1: Yeah, that if they mistreat the girls,
0: he's going to come back and fuck them up. I'll steal your thumbs in your sleep. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Like, he becomes... I actually liked the demon way more than the blacksmith.
1: The director actually said that he, the person who played him, the design work that they did on the de- that demon in particular, was perfect. He said that is the best thing about the film, is, is Satrial.
0: kind of reminded me a little bit of Legend.
1: Yeah, a little bit, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. that was cool. Cool uh, body cast and you know stuff there.
1: That's one so. thing I didn't like though is that the movie didn't have any gore. Like no, I feel no. like if this movie would have had gore, it would have like raised it up like. Two notches. Yeah, he should have had
0: like a fucking blacksmith's hammer, and he'd been crushing demons, right? That,
1: been like that would have been badass. That been badass. <laughs>
0: that's what I was hoping for, and that's why I'm saying it's like it's between kids, and it's kind of adult, and then it's not, and then it is, and then it's not, and it's just like we needed that thing, right? To bring it up, like there should have been like a bunch of horrors down there, you know, with their tits exposed, <laughs> and then he's like smashing heads. <laughs> like this is hell, man. I want people see shitting f- on each other. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it's you hell, wanna, man. You want to see the fucking? You want to see? <laughs> an insane depiction of hell watch a german movie called the burning moon
1: oh yeah i know i think i know what you're talking yeah, it's about It's one of those like gross out films it was nudity like, and stuff in it too right oh dude it's fucking craziness.
0: yeah it's, it's, it's just one of those splatter films that's just like trying you know like an august underground or like okay a, you know they
1: didn't show any nudity in this nope zero yeah so which zero. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to hell there's gonna be flip-flaps everywhere yeah. like whatever you got front top back whatever yeah So I don't know. I think I think it's still kinda cool, but yeah, when you put it in the light of like, hey, they could have had this like awesome fight scene and shit Mm -hmm. instead of just making it a kid's fable. Uh yeah, I think I think you're right. But if you're gonna make it a kid's movie, a
0: kid's fable, make it a kid's fable.
1: Well and you know what I mean? And the thing is, is that this is actually a tale that was collected by the brothers Grimm. Okay. So but it wasn't made by them. And this goes all over Europe, by the way, too, so it's interesting to see that, you know, like, this is probably even darker tale than what they told. And, I, you know, it's dark-ish, you know, it'd be like a darker version of Disney's, like, Snow White or something, you know, because the Brothers Grimm always made them really dark, yeah. and then Disney took them and spun them into fucking, like, kid shows. Right. The Dude. director said that he grew up in, uh, in a Bosque community. Sure. And wants to uh, continue telling tales of the, you know, the like, folk tales. Yeah. So his next film is literally going to be if he gets the funding, he said, he's like, if this one does well, then, yeah, I'm going to do another movie about folktale from my from where I grew up. So I don't know. I mean, if you guys like this one and there's more coming, you know, potentially, I think I think it's not as good as something like Alex De La Iglesia, who goes a little bit more buck wild. Right. Uh, Like Like The Last Circus is a little more gory and Mm -hmm. fucked up. So but, you know, it's worth a view. Yeah, I think so. And. What we'll do now, we'll jump into the last movie, which is Terrified, and uh, of course Jason did the work on this. So. <sighs> there was, there, I mean, yeah, it was funny because he was like, "Oh, do some work
0: on this movie," and I'm <laughs> like, "Sure, okay, I'll go look." I couldn't find a fucking thing on this thing. In fact, so much to the point that on IMDb the cast doesn't even have their names next to them, so I don't even know who played which character. So That's when I crazy. see when I see Ariel Chevalier. I don't know who that is. Like, I don't know if it was this character or that character or anything. Like, their, their fucking characters' names aren't even next to them. IMDB never does that. So... So, I, I don't know. I see uh Demian Rugna wrote and directed it. Um... Which he's done some horror stuff in the writing department, like uh, Death Knows Your Name and The Sinister and Cursed Bastards and stuff. He does like the stories of those. Um, as far as directed, the only things I really could find was, uh, you know, he directed Cursed Bastards, but he also did The Last Getaway, and you don't know what... Or who you're talking to. I don't know which ones of these are really horror. I know that the Cursed Bastards one is, but I want to say that you don't know who you're talking to is like comedy adventure yeah it is um
1: i don't know anything about these movies but as far as as i said with the credits it's tough because i don't blame you dude i just realized i looked at it myself there's not even the characters names there's no pictures for the people that were in the movie nothing like no nothing pictures, there's no, nothing, nothing. yeah just crazy. little gray silhouette like they do on facebook for like when you don't have a fucking uh picture up <laughs> yeah it's wild um so i'll read the uh top three names whatever I am,
0: oh, okay Top three names that I'll butcher every one of. I already said Ariel Shavaria. I think I got that one right. Maximilian Gione. Gione? Okay. Sounds right. Noberto Gonzalo.
1: That's good. We're good.
0: Okay. There
1: you go, guys. Check mark.
0: Hugo Haldbrett.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really sad because like this is one of those movies. Like I've seen smaller budget movies have, have way, way more, more information. information. But, but I guess I couldn't find
0: any trivia. I couldn't find a f- fucking thing
1: maybe it's a big deal that's even on fucking imdb imdb <laughs> you know what i mean but this is such a good move no i know sorry i, I don't want to spoil it too quick but i know
0: um but so yeah i mean as far as like a plot synopsis goes uh when strange events occur in a neighborhood in buenos Aires, a doctor specializing in the paranormal her colleague and an ex-police officer decide to investigate
1: further very brief. Very brief. Yeah. Which that's, is good that's all you because, need to know. yeah, you guys don't want to really know too, too much going into this movie, I think. Mm-hmm. No. It's one of those. Yeah. Um, what do you think, man? I'm curious on your take. Um, Well... I've never heard anything about this. I saw a, a random trailer that hardly had any views a long time ago. Sure. Just doing a search because I do a lot of searches on YouTube for like trailers, horror trailers. And then I just go down the rabbit hole. Um, but this one, it, it's it's this is a really fucking unique movie, in my opinion, yeah. uh, in the sense that it's kind of a supernatural film that doesn't rely on what's lurking about all the time. It's sometimes just like does it out right in the open. Yeah, Like, right out in the open, no fucking... Like, doesn't just whipping its back. balls out, waving yeah. them around like it doesn't give a fuck about it, which is sometimes a bad thing yeah, Absolutely. for most films. This
0: actually nails
1: that. Yeah, it it's really weird. does. Yeah. Like, I was kind of blown away by this. I, I, When I got done... This is one of those movies, and when I got done watching it, I had to stand up and pace around kind of thing. Like, I do that shit when I watch yeah. it because I'm like, first of all, I'm thinking about what I want to say, yeah. and then, like, I write down my thoughts and shit, but it just... It, this is a suspenseful fucking movie from start to finish. Yeah. And it doesn't, all this stuff that they do in this movie kind of feels like it's like whatever it is that is in this film. And I don't want to spoil anything. And even if you saw it, it would be hard, you'd be hard pressed to figure out what the fuck really is going on anyway. Cause they don't spoil anything for you in the story. It's really just a mystery the whole fucking time. Right. Uh, unless there's some sort of legend that I don't know about from Argentina. I don't know, but yeah. I don't know. I got a, a little bit of a, like vibe that there was something toying with people in a brazen way. And I love that aspect of it because it's so out in the open that like anything goes, it doesn't matter who's in the story. It's going to present self to you and put you in the, mo- and, and bring you to its fucking hell. Which is awesome. I love that. Um, in times, like some of the, the creature effects and stuff like that kind of reminded me a little bit, like like one of the creatures or whatever you want to call it is, I don't want to spoil it, but it kind of reminded me of a uh, Cemetery Man or AKA Delamorte Delamore. Um, just the style a little bit, um, very loosely, but it just kind of reminded me that. The characters in this movie, I think, are really enjoyable. Uh, for me, it was Absolutely. the cop. The cop in this movie yeah. is not only he's like the most least experienced person of the happenings that are going on in this movie, because there's technically professionals that you kind of get an idea, have an idea of what's going on and have some sort of like. Understanding, do yeah. like a group or something like they're not like, you know, all officials that work for the government. They're just like paranormal investigators almost. Right. That just have an idea. But his role, the cop's role, has a sympathetic sort of like rationale for the viewer right. to he kind does. of bounce off of and like flip out and also kind of in a comedic way a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was like too over the top. No. It, it was really good. The it was film really has well.
0: Almost zero comedy.
1: Right. But just his reactions to all the shit Super that's happening. Realistic. I was like, that's how I would be. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Why are you guys acting normal? Right. Like what the fuck is going on right now? Here. <laughs> right. But uh I don't know. When I watch this movie, it, it puts everybody through the ringer. Pretty much nobody's off bounds. It's unrelenting. It doesn't stop. No. Doesn't matter who's involved whatsoever. It just it just creates this complete sense of uh, I don't want to say panic, but suspense, yeah. and the atmosphere in this movie is so fucking thick, thick yeah. and I love it. I don't it, like. I don't know what it is, but some and, and in. I don't know if I. I don't really remember the music too too much in this. No, it just had one of those more traditional scores where it was like.
0: It has a couple stingers and right little bit of, but very little music
1: like building of that sound and stuff. And mm. I usually pay attention to that, but I was just like locked.
0: It's almost like white noise, and then there's like nothing
1: else. Like it's or like yeah. that ringing in your ear yeah, that you get, like exactly. that kind of sound. Which
0: actually kind of goes
1: to the Fune's character. Right, the cop mm-hmm. he's referring to. But to be just a tiny bit critical, and this is just me being critical for the sake of, you know, it wasn't a perfect film. CGI. Yeah, like there was some CGI in the film that it didn't bother me really. Like no. I, I, For being as kind of clunky as it was at certain spots... I kind of was able to look past it because it could
0: have been a bigger detractor than it was.
1: Right. Yeah. It it could have been a bigger detractor if they didn't handle the movie as well as they did. So because there's so many moving parts that it 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 there was moments where I as soon as I felt a little out of it, like taken out of it just a little bit thinking about the the like how they did it scene, yeah. I was brought back into it because it just doesn't stop. It's Never. just one thing after another and you're just like, "Holy shit, Jesus Christ." Never a dull moment. Right. No. And and it's I don't want to make it seem like this is some action-packed crazy horror movie. It's just a really well-done horror movie that I I just I don't know it hits all those spots for me. And even though it has like a couple of little glaring flaws, like the scene that I know that you loved and we talked about previously about, I'll explain it in the spoiler sections why it bothered me a little bit. Okay. And this is just me being critical again, sure. but I have to be somewhat critical because I love this movie.
0: <laughs> right. So, but what did you think about you'll, it? You'll be the critical one for, for me. Okay. Um, oh, man. So, the good thing is here, too, because I'll have a little bit more perspective, I suppose, just because I I watched this twice in the, in the last week. Okay. Um, I don't do that. Right much anymore. I'm I'm a new film kind of guy. I have too much shit I'm watching from my channel and whatnot that I'm just like I don't got time to watch anything again. Um even even, you know, my higher ups in the year, which this is very high in my and yeah. my end of the year thing. I haven't watched any of those films twice. Um but I watched this twice because of this podcast. Right. You, know, you asked and I was like, ah fuck, I didn't take any notes. But I'm so glad I watched it a second time because I actually Cause I was actually taken aback so much by the atmosphere and, and the scariness of it, I suppose.
1: The first viewing? Yeah.
0: That I wasn't fully paying attention. Right. To everything. I was just like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is going on here? And so, like, when they were talking, I was just more focusing on like background stuff and being like, fucking, something's coming, man. I know it. Yeah. Cause it's just this un, you know, this, this unsettling feeling of dread the entire film. And so I just, I, I, I got the story. Don't get me wrong. I just wasn't... Only paying attention to every little thing, and then you know, when you said let's do this, I knew what to look for and I knew what uh, was coming, so I didn't have to focus on that as much. That's good, yeah. And so, on my second view, I got to sit down and I, I made sure I actually rewound like scenes and like rewrote them down. So, I have two full pages <laughs> of <fucking laughs> notes here on every little goddamn thing. I do think that uh, the name of this film is kind of unfortunate because Atareros. Think, no, they're terrified because I think everyone's yeah. gonna be like, oh, Terrifier. It's like no, it's not terrified. Two people. Yeah,
1: they already said that yeah. to me.
0: I was like, no, 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 no. It's a completely different film. Nothing like Art the Clown. Nothing. No. No. Um. But yeah, no, man. I, I I knew nothing going in. This was like on Shutter, Shutter exclusive. I saw it on someone's. I every once in a while I will go on Google and I'll type in like best horror of 2018, best horror of 2017, whatever year it is. And I'll just go through people's lists and I'll see like hey, did I miss something? And if I did, I'll look further into it. And this was on someone's list. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I saw it was on Shutter, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm just going to throw it on. We'll see what happens. And within 3 minutes, 2 3 minutes, hooked. I mean, full on like mouth agape, <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Riveted to end credits. Yes, uh. there's some Shoddy CGI. Yeah, I'm not a CGI hater by any means, but there's some. It's not as bad as like Man Versus. Yeah, no, I see. Movie? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We watched. We I like the concept. No, yeah,
0: yeah. It had me two thirds of the way. Film. I've never done this before. I don't think, but I watched Man Versus. I got... It was great. It was a great setup. Like, two-thirds of the film was this setup. He thought this thing was out there. I thought it was going to turn into Predator. Yeah. And then the alien jumps down into frame. Right. And it's, like, the worst CGI from, like, 1996 sci-fi channel. (laughs) (laughs) And I I swear to God, dude, I I never do this. The second I saw the monster jump down, after the huge buildup and excitement, I stopped the movie and I didn't watch the rest. Really? I shut it off immediately. I was like, I know... Absolutely not. Well, I not sit through this? So no, 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 It's not anywhere near that bad.
1: They were but. like, I can picture what they were thinking at that moment. They were like, all right, this is going to be the moment. And they pictured it better than it got oh, delivered. God.
0: <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, everyone on the set, like, watched the movie. You know what I yeah. mean? They probably were like, like, I've worked on this movie, and it's really exciting. I want to show it to you. And then they were watching, and they got to that part, and they were like... <gasps> No, they they swore it was gonna look better than well, that. Well, he said he was good at it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I found him on Craigslist. But this is nothing like that. This no, movie. No, yeah,
0: no, 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 no. I'm just trying to point out that like some CGI can turn me off, but for the most part, it's like whatever. I, I get where it, you know, it use it's used and blah blah blah. It's there's a little here and there, and I can point out every single scene where I it's not great. Right. And as we kind of said, it should be a detractor. Right. It it should be more of a like, oh, that looked bad. But the film is so good around it that you don't give a shit. Right. Like, whatever. Anyway, getting back to this amazing movie, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah, no, the whole time I I was absolutely glued to the screen. I thought this is I would put this in the top five best. Of 2018.
1: I would have to agree like seriously guys, this is this movie gets me excited about the independent horror scene. Yeah, like it, it really, I was just so excited when I saw this. I just, I like I had no idea that it was going to be this good and no. and it had no reason to be, but they did so many cool unique things in it. It's not even anything like a, another movie I've ever seen. They've actually did so many different things and well, I mean, I'm sure that they got some you could probably see some influence in it if they told you. Where they got some of the influence in, but some most of it was really unique. Yeah, like, and and we'll get into it a lot more in the spoilers, which Jason's foaming at the mouth. Let's get there. No,
0: I feel like we're ruining this movie already for people. Yeah, they're getting expectations like out of control.
1: If you like suspense, if you like a little bit of a supernatural element that kind of like makes you question what the fuck is going on, I think if you like those two things, yeah. You will get into this movie. The characters are rich. I think they're good characters. Absolutely. Uh, and I think the cop does the best job out of all of them. It's not in English. No. Let's put that out there. Oh yeah. Don't do don't be one of those people, people. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. This is
0: a shutter exclusive. It is the only place that you can watch it. It is yeah. nowhere else. You can't rent it. Nothing. So Shudder's fantastic. It's worth your five bucks. Uh, this movie's worth a $5 rental. Yes. So even if you want to just get shutter for the month to look around and whatever, this is your excuse to spend five dollars to watch this movie it's worth five dollars I assure you of that and then you can look around and there's plenty of other things on there they have a, a tar- all sorts of exclusives that I've watched recently like the witch in the window right and f-
1: tons of others I, I, you they're can, getting a lot of exclusives they're becoming the Netflix of horror absolutely so I mean if you guys plus they have live events they're gonna be having Joe Bob Briggs on there and I know I talk about shutter all the time and I wish if you're listening shutter yeah. if you would love Give for us yeah we could definitely promote you just for a free account no? though right. <laughs> i'll suck your dick <laughs> for dip. a light yeah <laughs>
0: I will suck whatever you put in front of me.
1: But guys, seriously, like, legit, this is a good pickup by Shudder. It's a knockout of the park. It's literally going to be in the top five. I don't know where it's going to be in the top five, but of all the movies I've seen this year, I've whittled it down. I haven't seen everything yet. Uh, There's a few, like the Possum movie that you watched that I really want to see. Uh, But yeah, guys, if you get a chance, watch this as soon as possible. I even think they give you like a fucking week or two of free rental. So Mm -hmm. you could Potentially get to see this for free so mm-hmm. you have no excuse none no <laughs> absolutely do it um and shutter is going to be something
0: you're going to want to have anyways you got the greg nicotero creep show right fucking uh, television series there who's not excited joe bob about it? I mean, briggs
1: for thanksgiving and christmas by the way yeah and they're i mean there's their library is great too yeah they, this was, and i bet you they got it on the cheap too because uh yeah, no i never heard of it, it. Yeah, yeah. no one was talking about it and this is the sleeper
0: hit of 2018.
1: Yeah, dude, you guys really need to watch this. Highly recommended. And now we're going to jump into the spoiler section because we got to. <laughs> oh my God, damn.
0: So fucking let's order a pizza.
1: Please don't listen to what we have to say after this moment because I promise you it will indefinitely ruin your experience of the movie that you should be watching on Shutter for free. Anyway, it's, it's, we're always going to be here when you want to come back. So just come back and then. Well we can ruin everything for you after you have seen it. But trust me, watch it first, okay? This is your wanting. Yeah, wanting. <laughs> I mean, getting another one. So obviously there is no trivia. You said that. Um so we're pretty much just gonna go through the let's just first I don't want to ruin it right off the bat. I want to give it a little bit of air just for till the, the people like go, oh they're they're, they're talking really about doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh talk about that scene, the scene that, that you told me that you loved right off the bat.
0: Sure. As I said, this film kind of just comes right out the gate swinging right. on me. I I, I I love the atmosphere that has built just in the very opening of the film. This It's very subtle. It's very small. There's this girl, and she's just sitting there. She's doing dishes. And, and she just starts to hear a low voice that we can't even really hear right. coming from the sink. And I think that plays into the film a lot. Right. Because of the water and all that. We'll get to that. But as the, you know, then it moves on to, you know, the husband comes home and they're talking and she's like, I heard a voice. It said it wanted to kill me. And then it's like terrified. And it's like, okay, like atmosphere was built at that point. And then he starts hearing the knocking on the wall. He thinks it's the neighbor after she goes to the bathroom. He goes over there. He hears some fucking weird voices coming from this little speaker box. And he goes into his, yeah. And then he goes back into the house and he hears the banging more and he's just like, that's not my neighbor. And he goes in and, like, this is a total, like, I know there will be some comparisons here and I completely understand it. But I thought it was different enough that it was its own thing. I know people maybe compare this to the Tina scene in Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, okay. Yeah, totally. I could see that. But when he walks in, because, yeah, he's he's the Rod. She's the Tina. He comes in, like, what the fuck is going on? But, like, when he walks in and she is just being thrown back and forth and it's so violent too that's yeah. what's so great about it's how hard her face is hitting and the way it looks and her body's levitating and there's just there's no moment where you would even be like how it like okay, maybe this is happening. Like you couldn't even get your mind to for one second be like, well, maybe it's not how I think it is. Right. You know, like, oh, maybe I'm seeing this from the wrong angle. No, this is absolutely (laughs) all of a sudden you are now a believer in the paranormal. What the fuck is happening? I don't know what's happening. And it's just the emotion of the scene. This is his wife. They clearly have a great relationship. She's being smashed back and forth. There's so much blood because you got to think like this has been going on for like five minutes
1: right because he hears it it wakes him up you can hear it outside i think even like a little bit a little bit like in the background
0: because she's getting so violently smashed back and forth back and forth like a little pinball machine on the
1: bathroom walls yeah Yeah. and
0: there's just blood everywhere when he walks in like on the walls and it's the first thing you see when he opens the door is blood right and you're like oh shit whatever was happening for the last five minutes has been happening in this room the whole time you're like what is it i don't know it was the way her body was being thrown back and forth the way it looked it just just was frightening it was so yeah. terrified i was terrified
1: well and he's even trying to hold her to oh, keep no, her from absolutely. doing it and That's it's just so yanking sad. her out of her hand his hands and you see her like okay see here's my problem with the the that that scene in particular i think that they showed it too quick i think i know why they did it and i understand why they chose to show her floating back and forth But I feel like if they would have just showed one side of the wall with the blood and slowly can't pan the camera just a little to the left while they were shooting this and then seeing her face hit the wall back and just on one side of the wall and then revealed it would have just see this is me being picky. Sure, but I'm being picky for because there's it's really hard for me to to be picky like but just that for whatever reason i think it was too quick of a reveal to me but this movie kind of does that with this you know with their yeah. lore. they just kind of throw Let you it into it, out there.
0: right i think the reason that this works for me is because i think what you're saying is more for the audience it's more of an aesthetics choice of right. like oh well if we show it like this well maybe she's just banging her head and then it's revealed oh my god she's levitating right like like, that would be double shock. Right. Like, it's the first shock of like, oh my God, it's her banging her head into the wall. And then it pans back and it's like, oh no, it's something else that's levitating into the room. Right. But I, I get where you're coming from, from a viewer's standpoint. But right. I think in the moment why that worked for me is because that's how he's seeing it. Right. We're seeing it through his eyes. Like, he, a good di- point. he didn't come in and see it banging. And then go, what am I looking at? No, he's walking into something that's so startling to his mind, to right. his beliefs, to his understanding of how the world works, that he's so shocked in that moment. He can't even. Cause I think that if he would have walked in, it would have been a slower build. It would have been like, what is she doing? Oh my God, are you okay? It's that shock, that instant, like all of his prior beliefs have now been shattered. To the point that he is shaken to his core, he doesn't even know how to respond. And when he goes to try to stop it from happening, he can't. Why? This thing is so strong that he's like, he throws himself down and he's like, what the fuck do I do? And he yells out what the fuck is going on?
1: Right. I you mean, know? that's a definitely good point. Maybe they could have done something. I just I felt like it just it laid its balls out too quick for me. And it, and, it, and and I mean, the the CGI that they did there because they used a rope. It was like she was sure. just hanging and she was legit, legitimately hitting the wall, guys. Absolutely. Like, I mean, kudos to her. And then you see her face and everything like that. But maybe if they would have shown her hitting the wall through the crack of the door or something like that, maybe. I don't know. It just I think the Initial shock, what you're saying makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, it just took me out a little tiny bit just at that moment. It wasn't as shocking as I wanted it to be because they're what they do well in this movie is the suspense. They're these guys, whoever did this movie, whoever worked on this, I I, maybe I'm speaking too soon, but I think they're masters at suspense. Absolutely. They really like have a fucking commanding presence to this. Yeah just putting you being able to put it out there in the open like you because it is a good scene but just doing that out in the open and then having some sort of this play like all the way up to that moment that is amazing like what they did right there is so perfect like leading up to it him going outside it's like a misdirection thing and then still building that suspense like what the fuck so anyway well,
0: your opening in a in a movie like this should be able to stand on its own as a short film Right. that's how I feel like I always feel like A movie like this, if you cut it off right there when he yells out what the fuck is going on, (laughs) credits roll, you'd be like, that was fucking one of the best short films I ever watched. It's such a great introduction to your horror movie of like, wow, that was memorable. It's like, even though I'm not a Scream fan, that opening with Drew Barrymore would have been a fucking amazing short. Right. Just incredible. It's the best part of the Scream franchise, in my opinion. Um, but this film does that so well it really brings you into it but it, it doesn't uh, what a lot of films do not wrong but something that the film does the opposite of, of is usually what happens is the film will start heavy like a lot of films will come in heavy. And they'll do that start opening like a Halloween did. Okay. Where it's like, you know, they kill the sister or whatever. And then it just, like, goes back and it slows everything down. And then it starts building again from there. Right. And this film just does not do that. Yeah. It it starts heavy and it stays that way throughout the whole fucking film. Yeah. Like we move straight from them... Right to the neighbor, right? Who's already, he's not, we don't, cause this, this jumps around in time a little bit. Right. Like he's recanting his story, you know, from what maybe had happened to his knowledge here. And then we go over,
1: well, you meet to the Walter's officers character. and stuff and that, yeah, whoever that guy is. Right. Yeah. When they're
0: interviewing him, but then it jumps to Walter, the neighbor, which is like a couple weeks previous to this, cause they're talking about the kid who got hit by the car and everything. Right. And so when they, um, when that happens, Walter has already have seen the ghost. Mm. He's already lost his mind. This isn't paranormal activity where you're spending half the movie of them getting a camera, finding out that the ghost is there. Things slowly start to happen. No, he's already in the fucking thick of it when we meet him. The next character. That n- almost never happens. Yeah, Almost every true. film that you have, you have that strong opening of the people who are at the tail end of their story. Mm -hmm. Then they die. Then it moves into the next victim. Yeah. Now
1: we got to like tell the
0: story. Yeah. Now we're going to give you the story, which they do, but they do from a perspective of somebody who's already deep into it. Right. And then someone who's new to it coming in, which is Detective Funes. Yeah. He's like us. He's the character that's like, what does this mean? Who's that? But he's not an idiot about it. No. But he's there to explore this from people who are already deep into it. So there's never downtime. There's never these moments, but it never, it doesn't move past character development either no where it's like it just streamlines straight to the nonsense no it builds great characters as well in it but it it never lets up because it it never goes to that time where there's slow builds yeah like right when we move to walter's character he's 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 already at the end of his movie yeah like if we were if Walter had his own movie it's a good he, we, point we yeah. would be in the last act of his movie in the opening of his scene which should be the opening of this movie right you're right yeah, yeah that's a good point so that's what I think makes this movie have such an incredible pace that you just don't see very often
1: it it, it doesn't and, and the other thing that I really like about it that that they do in this movie that Walter scene is really good um they they lay it out pretty strong that, Hey, if you hide under the covers, you're still fucked. It doesn't matter what the fuck is going to happen. No, yeah. you're, it's still going to be happening. And no matter what you do to try to turn it off, it's still going to be there right. and you're fucked either way. So, right. and, and, and personally, I didn't think the creature was necessarily scary, but if I were in that position, clearly I would be out of my mind. Of course. But the the techniques and stuff that they did in that like just going under the covers with him in that scene was really cool we're just seeing the legs running around and shit like that right really fucking cool right um but then so they're telling the story like you said in the beginning then you find out the kid part right because they lead up to the kid yeah he gets hit by the bus right because walter's losing his mind in the house he's been trying to reach out to some of the characters that are in this movie who are like a paranormal investigation team or something and he needs help and he's going crazy right. and it's been two weeks later and then his neighbor dies he's disappeared or no this is right before the 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 woman dies that's getting slammed against the walls right he's
0: that happened before this right correct there's he's a kid that a kicks hold. his
1: ball into his yard right and, and he's it,
0: trying to get a hold of Albrook. And so he can talk to her about this. He's trying to figure out what the fuck is going on there. And he's trying to get more meds because they're not working for him. (laughs) And, you know, they're like, oh, we'll call you back. We'll call you back. And then, of course, he disappears. And so she shows up. And, of course, the happenings have happened across the street with the kid. Right. now is turned back up from the dead.
1: Dude, when that bus... Uh, the scene where the kid kicks the ball into Walter's yard, drinks out of the water fountain, just the whole dance up into that. And then he sees, he's like, hey, get out of my lawn. You know, you're not allowed to be here. Right, and then the, the kid's scared out of his mind, backing up. Damn, Bam. just hits by a bus. And I was like, holy shit. And doesn't shit. cut. It's not a fucking cutaway. No. No, you see a
0: bus obliterate a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking throws him dude i mean I,
1: I i hate to rejoice in a situation like that and i'm sure it's kind of like weird for you being a parent as right. well
0: <laughs> you just don't see it enough so yeah I know yeah it's, it's good, good that they had the balls to up. do that yeah it looks great man he's just boom man he gets just absolutely annihilated reminds me of uh insidious three
1: right yeah i guess you're yeah. right kind of
0: yeah. yeah she gets hit by the car spoilers um but yeah so So, yeah, he gets hit, and then that's when we move into uh, Fune's coming, and he calls up Wano, the medical examiner that he'd worked with for 20 years, and he's like, I need your ass down here. I need your opinion. Like, because Wano had had previous, you know, um, moments where he had seen some unexplainable shit. That's People right. Would come back from the dead on his table, a man who'd been dead for days, and
1: stood up and talked and to him. Something. A woman or something. who'd
0: taken like uh, fourteen bullets to the head, and they opened their eyes. And he's just like he believed in the paranormal, but could never, you know. And he he went to paranormal uh, uh, seminars and whatnot, and that's where he knew of of Albrook, um, and her, and, and Rosentalk heard her. her her other colleague who comes in on this they uh she's coming over to investigate walter's house and that's you know when uh wano recognizes her right as a coincidence of like oh shit what are you doing here and like i need your help come on over here take some photographs let's talk about this but when he walks in, man, and because, yeah, we, we Walter's stuff is cool. Definitely. They got a little bit of uh, conjuring going on here where the one goes into the into the armoire.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Then,
0: then he opens it up and there's nothing in the armoire when they're playing the fucking, you know, uh, clap game.
1: In there, it's very similar to that. Well, he sets up a video camera to capture this thing, right. and that's the funny thing is, like in a normal movie, he wouldn't have anything y- on film. You wouldn't have anything on film. You would see something small and tiny, and it would just like, oh shit, the door's open, but nothing came out, and then oh, something yeah. moved on the on the shelf. But no, this is just straight up showing you. Yeah, Shows you everything. Does not hold back for one second. I love that about. Well, this and movie. Yeah, which is so weird. Like I said before, like any movie that tries to do that, it's too much. It's too much, mm-hmm. and it's already they've already lost it. But this film just is like "Ah, fuck
0: just wait yeah fuck conventions
1: yeah (laughs) no for
0: sure they kind of throw the rule book out the window yeah and somehow it lands
1: i don't know how they did it i I feel like if they did another movie it wouldn't even work no like i hope it would but i'm just saying like really terrified Two. yeah well that would they totally could do a sequel that's for
0: sure they could but yeah i mean we've seen so much now because yeah that's the rule of horror is like once you've seen the monster you have like five minutes to close it out because then it starts to become fatigue. I think it's because... The film is ever changing. Right. It's the, it's, it's like almost an anthology in a way where the monster that we see in, in, like, okay, for instance, the opening is this woman being smashed in the wall. So she's like being, uh, you know, taken over by a poltergeist. Right. Then the second thing we see is when Walter is being attacked by a fucking demon that looks like something out of maybe the descent or something. And then it moves into a dead kid at a, at a, at a kitchen table. Which I love that part, dude. That's like, the one of the most fucking scary things I've seen in a film in a while. And if I, I was texting my brother and I'm like, dude, I think they used a real dead kid.
1: Yeah, it looks so
0: good. <laughs> so real. It was fucking terrifying. Like the look of the child looked like a dead kid was dug up from a grave and thrown to be fucking I mean
1: I, I I'm rich. no fucking like I've never done right, any yeah. autopsies <laughs> right. or anything but right. I haven't done this to it confirm, is a it is a really think. good looking dead kid let me just tell yes. you <laughs> of all the dead kids
0: I've seen it's one of the better ones <laughs> Of all the ones in my basement at the moment, <laughs> I can tell you, I can confirm <laughs>
1: this is the number one. Yeah, that's that's where I got the 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 uh, Michele Mich- Mich- so- Soavi. Yeah, um, I don't know how to say his name. That's his name. Okay. Some Dylan actually, the, <laughs> Dylan Glancy. He said, "I hope I church. don't sound like a dick, but uh, he's like it's Michele Mich- Soavi." Yeah, from and the I Cemetery was like, Man. Yeah. yeah, but that's why I got that feeling because the dead in that movie look very similar. Uh, to this kid in a way, only not as putrid. And he's
0: not on a fucking dirt bike.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Coming up out of a grave.
1: Yeah, that was pretty... But th- That's where we got the dead kid milk scene, but it's like, he's covered in dirt, he's sitting at the kitchen table, he literally walks to the front door, and she sees him at the front door, and I'm thinking in my head, like, they're not gonna show him, right? This is gonna carry on into some weird thing. Next scene you see is, they've they've skipped over the part where she the kid meets the the mom, and he's now it's like one of the 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 fumes funes fumes Dunes, yeah No the older guy that was a detective who's working with a police officer when they go into the room he's like okay now just be prepared Oh the guy who's at the table at the very end The guy with the eyes at the very end Yeah that's Wano No 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 the the white-haired old man That's what I'm saying that's Wano That's not, Wano's the guy that went in with uh Funes in the no, that's Rose- in that's, Walter's room That's Rosenthal. I thought
0: the guy who goes across and gets Albrook the chick across the street? I thought Wano's... Was, the guy who loses his eyeballs and whatever?
1: Well, Yeah, Wano's is the examiner, right? He's the guy that he's goes the, into Walter's room with Funes. Yeah,
0: and the same guy.
1: Yeah, and the, the other guy that was in the house with the woman with the dead kid, though, is... I don't know what other guy. There's he's just, like balding, white-haired old man who Funes is like, I am losing my mind right now. He's like, don't turn off the lights. I don't want you to turn off the lights ever again. Yeah, that's Rosenthal. Oh, that's what I was saying, Rosenthal. Yeah.
0: Rosentalk is the is the is the other doctor right. that's with Albrook. That's okay. her, that's her colleague. That's who she brings in to help them but he's right. not in the kid's house until I just don't know after what his, they bring her on
1: what is he he's just like a friend of hers that yeah that they're used to they're, be... they're
0: a team yeah they investigate together right he's there they needed a person in each of the three houses
1: right, right? okay
0: because they're trying to they're trying to investigate each of uh, of the houses all in the same night and like kind of radio across to each other but he doesn't rosenthal doesn't come into the movie until after they get albrecht to to sign over like they're going to start staying there at the house because remember they have to go and talk to uh, mr blumetti and get him to sign over the right that they can stay in his house
1: right after and that's when rosenthal comes into the movie Right, okay. That's another thing I really liked. But that kid scene, though, man, at the table. Oh, my God. Them and the conversation that they're having is so Tarantino-esque in a way. Yeah. But not in a silly fashion, but still, like, everything that they say is really important. Absolutely. And everything that's going on is just you. It's, it's, it's the best example I could give. It's like having a dead kid in the room and trying to have a conversation about some normal life. Right. It's right. that whole idea. Like, Let's not talk about the big elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah dude. You know I mean? And then the kid knocks over the glass of uh, milk Yeah, when the lights are off, and that's when you kind of get an idea.
0: And when he looks over at him, too, it looks like the kid wasn't looking at him, and then he was. Right. You know what I mean? You're like, Tying when, he, with when him. he looks at him, and he looks back, and it's like a close-up of this kid's face, and it looks like he's staring right at him. Usually in a movie, it would be like loud noise, and he'd jump back and whatever, and it's like, he's just like, was he like that? It, I don't know. The way that they downplay certain things, and then overplay other things, great. But then the kid fucking... The other kid...
1: gets. On, I thought he was stealing he, toys. No, but he yeah. comes
0: to reclaim his own old toys. And he looks... And then fucking you're thinking like, oh, he's just going to see the kid. And then the kid just turns his head and the eyeball turns with it. Yeah. And it's so fucking
1: eerie. And the kid's still staring at him in this, this moment. That was so good. So good. And, and then it, you hear this kid scream, I guess. Yeah. But. Well, we also... Yeah, we don't know...
0: But that kid ran off, I guess, but we also never really explore the fact that this kid walked up the wall. Yeah. That was interesting.
1: Yeah, that's right. They had footprints, they had footprints and handprints up, all over the all ceiling. Over the, and yeah. that was weird.
0: Yeah. I don't know what that was. I, I, I don't know if he like, like, why did he walk up the wall in his fucking yard to then enter the house to make himself a bowl of cereal?
1: I think it's just a, it was just a technique to try to make you feel like there is something way more going on. A dead kid who walked himself from the grave is pretty fucking out there. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> then on top to of on it, the wall. to see little fucking cartoonish footprints on the ceiling and on the wall. <laughs>
0: because <laughs> I don't think anything else in this movie walks on the walls or anything
1: no they don't no. show anything we don't
0: really see anything like that so that's why I was like it's not really fitting of anything else in this film
1: but see the void did stuff like that too they had yeah. like weird little obligatory things that didn't I'm not make sense it's,
0: it's wrong it's just mm-hmm. it was weird to me that it was introduced and then never explored right it was just like well we know he walked on the wall maybe they just maybe they tried some test shots of it and they were like that looks too stupid
1: <laughs> you we're, might we're gonna, be right we're yeah. gonna keep
0: that out of the movie We'll just show the footprints because we don't get to see him enter the house. He's just there. And I do like that they bring up because this is the first thing you would think. It's like, did the mom in a grieving moment go and dig this kid up?
1: Right. Makes sense.
0: And stage him. And I was like, oh, thank you for mentioning that. Because that would be absolutely you need to address that. That's fucking the first thing I would think. Like, okay, she's nuts. (laughs) Well, and the guy that's like
1: actually into the paranormal and all this other stuff is the one pushing that idea. And it's the the cop who's actually saying, I I
0: don't know. Yeah, they both kind of earn a because He's like, oh, can you run these tests? And he's like, you're hesitant. And he's like, I am. And he's like, You don't think this is what it is, do you? And he's like, You think, you know, there's something more sinister at play here? Right. It's just like, Yeah, I do. Like, I don't think it's going to come back right. Like, they're both believers pretty much from the get go. And I like how the cops are just like, Wanting to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. They're like, Just let me out of here. I don't want to be in this building. Can we go?
1: <laughs> the cops are like, Can we leave? And they're like, Yeah. And they're like, Let's get the fuck out Dude, of here. Dude, everybody but Fune, well, everybody that the professionals that are there, yeah. the, the uh, well, you, Juanos and uh, the old lady, I can't think of her name, Albrook, Albrook. Uh-huh. and then uh, Rottenbach. Rosenthal. Rosenthal. If... Okay. <laughs> I watched it twice. I'm that's sorry. Okay. Yeah, I didn't yeah. catch all that. so okay. calm. But, uh, and they didn't, yeah, they didn't even have it on IMDb. Uh, but yeah, like their demeanor during all of this that's going on is so normal. It's kind of upsetting as a viewer. You're right. like... Because they deal with death all the time. Yeah. They're like, so used to it. Right, exactly. Right. And they're like, nothing shocking. And even Juanos is so excited at one point where he's like, check this out. Yeah. You can't see him under the bed, right? Right. So. And then he goes around to the other side and no. it's like this long draw. Yeah. And then he's like, look. And you see his little feet moving around right. underneath. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> Right. And Fumes is like, nah, nah, I'm done. Not to be, I the, th- not to be the dick, but that was Rosenthal. <laughs> I thought that his name is Juanos. I swear to god his name is Juanos. I swear to god. That's
0: No, Wano. when he shows like he's like look, there's nothing there and then he walks him around to the other side and he sees the feet. That's Rosenthal. Yeah, because they see nothing under the bed this way, and then when they walk around to the other side, there's feet that are hanging out. Right. Wano walks around to the other excited, side of the deck. Oh yeah. Dude, the excitement on his face. But it. Yeah. The excitement on his face was so like kid happy.
1: joy, and like I was like, no, 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 that's not that's not something I would be excited about. Like, why are you being so excited about this? No. To my memory, Wano never. He's
0: only in that house, the other house, the whole time, and then he gets stuck in the armoire or the the desk or whatever. And yeah. The thing under the bed
1: was definitely i don't know that might be the old man right you right, might be is. right about that but i'm pretty sure he stays in that 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 room the whole fucking time
0: yeah they're all whatever house <laughs> they're in is the house they're in the whole time like, right like uh well except for few all minutes. brooks over here and then you know talks over here and then F- as Wano's over here and then Funes moves back and forth to each house He's the only one who moves throughout the houses they're all in three different houses um but anyway yeah so um yeah so then i mean that's yeah you think like oh they're gonna slow down they're gonna fucking try to explain this this and that no they're actually explaining things while scary shit's happening
1: oh no no yeah Um, no they definitely are and it's it's and it's so drip fed perfectly. I don't know how to explain it. And then added they add something else that fucks up. Like like when he calls the fucking calls fumes over at, at uh where Wano and him are right. at Walter's house. Right. And he's like, There's a there's something weird going on and you see an old dead man from one pane of the That's window so cool. to the other. I was like, That's so cool. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, that kind of speaks to my own personal beliefs. I don't really have like any like stick beliefs of anything but one thing that I've always thought when people are like what do you think about uh, paranormal and, and ghosts and what and I'm like if ghosts exist, which I, I'm not sure they do or they don't. I really care honestly, but like, I don't really think they do. I think what happens is that there are different dimensions. Right. And okay. There is moments where we get glimpses into them. They're not ghosts. They're just people that exist in a different dimension than you do. And in their world, you're the ghost. Right. Like you're haunting their house in their world. Like the
1: others. Right. Yeah.
0: And so in this movie, I love that that's explored, that they, that they take it from like, like that lightness, like light and dark exist in the same place at the same time but are in different dimensions from one another. right. And that they can be seen from different angles. Because this way they're in our dimension. In this way, because that's how dimensions work. This is like a fourth dimension. This is because we can't see things. If you you can watch fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson, or you can actually a really great one is Carl Sagan explaining dimensions. That's right, a great video. If you ever get, I actually
1: answer. have seen stuff. All oh, of that stuff. Oh, there you
0: go. <laughs> he explains how we wouldn't be able to see the fourth dimension because we can't see the angle. We have no perception of the fourth angle that would bring a fourth dimension into play here.
1: Right. Okay.
0: And so that kind. Kind of plays to that where like you can look at it like this and you see them and then you can look at it like this and you can't see them. And I love that that's here. But one thing that I gained on my second viewing that I just didn't pick up on my first viewing, because as I said, I was more into the scariness of all of it and Mm -hmm. all that stuff is I didn't really connect too much with what was going on with the mother and and his relationship with her. Like I knew they dated, but I didn't really Get what was all going on there and I didn't really catch a lot of the stuff with the microbes in the water and how that transferred yeah. and all that stuff like that she did
1: mention it I remember that yeah. that's how
0: I like I really paid don't drink the tap instead. water yeah it's the tap water is what's fucked up because that's when the kid gets hit by the bus as soon as he drinks from the tap water he's killed
1: right that's right
0: right so it's it's a theme throughout the movie is the water is what's taking this, and then the reason that he kind of gets be able to go back into it, and it's a quick scene, and I I didn't I didn't catch it in my first because I wasn't even paying attention to the whole water connection, but in the in this version I watched, I, I or this this uh, time that I watched it, I noticed that the way that he gets down in there is there's a guy who's out there and he's cleaning the blood up. He's one of the, the police workers or whatever, and he's spraying the water, and the kid's blood's running down into the sewers. Which is where she's hearing the voices come from. Oh. So his blood is getting down that's... into the water and it's connecting with the microbes. Then it's going in its suit and it's sinking into the fucking, uh, you know, the grave. That's how they're able to possess his body. Okay. So I, con- I connected it way more on this viewing of like, okay, so the, the water is the bridge between dimensions. And there's these, these microbes that live in the water that's able to transcend both sides of it. Okay. And so they're able to go through the water and possess. And that's how when he drinks the water is kind of when he takes it in.
1: Well, the other thing is, is that the the woman, Albrook, mm-hmm. okay. she, uh, she actually was like looking through the crack in the wall. Mm-hmm. And sees Walter in yeah. some sort of perceptive uh, angle or whatever that she sees him and he's got green eyes mm-hmm. and he's like behind the wall kind of seething and looking at her and, he, and she, they're having a conversation even right before somebody else fumes walks back in I didn't realize that was Walter the first time I watched it yeah yeah and then and then he the you time. see like this creature walks through the crack in the wall and just grabs her head and snaps it back yeah. And she falls on the floor and then Fumes is having a fucking heart attack at the same time yeah okay and that scene's really intense too absolutely like I mean they don't like go he doesn't even say that he's having a heart attack you don't even know he's just so fucking panicked yeah like I thought he was just scared at first and then I was like oh shit he's actually having a heart attack yeah he mentions it later Later, later. yeah yeah exactly and then uh, like he's having a panic attack and then it's like crawling around on him and like staring at him and looking at him and like observing him like some sort of organism or something and like it, it was pretty creepy and then he gets out as soon as he gets in and he's like I need you to take me to the hospital to the yeah,
0: woman the, yeah Alicia comes in and she's like you know and this is where I, this is what I'm saying this that was where I got a much broader spectrum of what was going on with her character cuz I didn't fully understand the weight of all of that. Like the kid comes over, jumps the wall, sees the kid. So then he goes home and he grabs his camera because he wants to get proof of this. So the kid then jumps back over the wall and he has a camera and he films, um, Wano and, and Funes. Funes taking the kid and throwing him in the, um, uh, refrigerator. Cause they don't know what the fuck else to do with him. And then they throw something up on there and then, you know, they, the mom, which they injected with liquid uh, Valium to put her out so that she wouldn't remember any of this. She wouldn't be awake for the trauma of taking the kid out. And they tell her, like, no, it's not a big thing. But she finds out in from the video that they clearly think something's up. And so she then finds and gathers and goes and digs her kid up and finds that this thing's been covered in concrete. Right. Clearly for a reason, because they don't want him to get out again. And she's like, how could you fucking steal my kid from me? He tried to return to me, and you made me feel like I was a crazy person. I'm supposed to trust you. We used to date. We were romantically involved for years. And here I am. I trusted you to tell me what was going on. And she finds out... That her kid was actually moving. That it did actually come right. home. It had like a something to tide you over. And you
1: threw him in a box and then puts concrete right. over it. Yeah, that was so funny too what he said. Can I get get two bags of concrete? Right. And I was like, oh, that's kind of dark a yeah. little bit.
0: We got to bury this motherfucker and make sure he stays down. I love that he has like, you know, clawing marks on his fingers. For right. Trying to bring himself out of there.
1: Little details like that it was really cool. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But I, it was his a little weird. feet are weird. soaking wet. Right, you dripping, know, dripping wet because of the water. But yeah, no. So then she comes in and he's she's like, he's like, "Can you help?" He's very active for someone having a heart attack. Yeah, he goes off and smokes a cigarette. That's what you want to do when you have a heart attack. People go <laughs> grab a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, that'll that'll make you recover he runs around and does a lot for someone having a heart attack it's like if he is having a heart attack that's a fucking stretch that he's able to do all that he's able to
1: do um, you can't really move around when you're having a heart attack yeah no I don't um, I, I mean it was a little unbelievable there but, but and he's near death but all these little events that happen like he's having a heart attack the thing crawls over him you know then she walks in to save him and you think it's like okay a breath of fresh air I'm, I'm able to breathe now the tension subsiding no, no she gets in the car the dead kid's there oh, and he's like up. fuck that i'm not getting in that car no. and he's like i'll drive myself which is totally ridiculous yeah. if you're having a heart attack you're gonna fucking crash if no. you're even able to get in the car and then he starts the car oh, and who gosh. comes running out but Albrook, yes with the broken neck looking like something out of the thing in the mouth of madness yeah or yeah they're in that too yeah fucking styles I don't even when know what she said, but yeah, net backwards. dude, that was creepy as fuck. And then and and then he's just panicking. He's like, "I'm driving away, man, dude." Just like all those beats, man. Like over, yeah. it's like unrelenting, unapologetic. Like beats you over the head with it. Yeah, it's yeah. like fuck, dude. But it, in a good way, I think. Yeah, and that's what I loved about it. I'm like, dude, Jesus Christ, I don't even get a breath in this movie. Like, and also, I
0: mean, to point out that he is near death. And when he he turns down and he turns off of his uh, hearing aid, he actually is able to hear them clearer. So they're speaking on a uh, wavelength that's so low. And he probably, being someone who's lost so much hearing, probably only can hear certain levels. Because when you start to lose your hearing, you start to lose lows, you start to lose highs. And somewhere in the middle of what he has left, he's able to decipher it better than they are. And so he hears the voices clearer when he takes his fucking earpiece out. So that that's that was interesting, too, because he's like because of his, you know, defect or whatever you want to call it is a disability. He's able to actually hone in on them better than someone who would have better hearing because they they you would hear so much white noise, so much other background that you wouldn't be able to key in on whatever frequency
1: they were coming in at and whatever. I didn't recognize I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. But I, I did. I do remember him having a hearing aid, and I'm probably going to have to watch this again, Yeah, I, which I don't mind at all because I'm ready to watch that again. Because you
0: see when he takes it off and he turns it down and he takes it off, that's when he starts to hear the voices coming. He hears it, things much clearer when he can't really hear. That's right. Because there's no background noise anymore. It's all just focused. And I thought that was cool because that plays with dimensions and that plays with different levels of frequencies and, and where they would be, you know, kind of. Um, coming from. So I thought that was neat. Um, I didn't really care for any CGI. Yeah. There's some CGI stuff in here and I didn't really care for uh, Wano's character when he rips open the dresser that he's in and you see his face and it's clearly like composited in there.
1: It just oh. didn't look good. Yeah. It looked a little funky. Here, it looked, yeah, It
0: looked really off. Um, although his eyes at the end were weird. They were, they weren't like, cause he said he like stuck glass shards into them, but yeah, they that's weren't right. like that. They were like fall over and like like this, bug eyes or something yeah orange yeah. like neon they were
1: like glowing and pulsating like with light almost
0: yeah, yeah. it was weird it, it, was, it was interesting yeah it
1: was almost like we were in I, it, like i get a mix of like the stranger thing or stranger things mm-hmm. uh creature dimension thing yeah. i i also get like that one movie where they the guy who died and uh made that Movie before he passed away. The evil within. The evil within. I get Such a little, a little, little, little vibe of that at times, but it's definitely not borrowing from anything that I can think of. And I mean, maybe, but I, I love the fact that just there's so many things in this film that are really well unique. One of them is that that three people split up or three groups: Albrook, Juanus and. uh fumes go into a room so but they show them all entering at the same time everything is bouncing between all of these three houses so it's like there's so much going on at one time for the viewer it's you're gonna get like thrown sideways with this shit you know what i mean and if you're listening now and i hope you didn't spoil it for yourself because we we fucking ruined it for you if you did is there much more to really say other than
0: that i guess here yeah at the end we move in because he goes down to burn down the house and he comes back. He throws a gas all over the house. I don't know why the gas is blue. Oh um, uh, petrol. Is that what it looks like? Is mm-hmm. it blue. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know. I was going to ask you, do you know? I don't. Yeah. Okay, yeah. There you go. Um, so yeah, he douses it because we didn't even talk about something else really fucking sad in this movie. He comes back and, and the mom is there and she hung herself and it's like, Oh, so heartbreaking because and it's really cool too because when he walks in the house very like quick he walks right past her and if you you blink and you miss it but she's hanging in the background what the fuck was that Wasn't that somebody hanging and then you're like was that a what was that and then he comes back and then he looks up and he sees her and he's like i love that kind of stuff i love little glimpses of like what's to come and then you like walk away i love background hangings too <laughs> For some reason, like the one in the visit. Yes, oh, I, I like, know what you're talking. What about? the fuck? When just someone's hanging in the background is just fucking gnarly. But <laughs> it's so sad. Like she was such a broken woman. Like like not weeks ago, her life was totally normal. Then her head gets hit by a bus. She's trying to deal with that. And she was and a police
1: it, officer, right? She was his partner. I know they were romantically involved. Yeah, but they said partner quite they a few partner, times. Partner, but I
0: don't know if that was just a bad a mistranslation. Mistranslation, yeah. like they were boyfriend girlfriend. Maybe I missed that one. Maybe that will come up on the third view. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see that <laughs> in one reason. week. huh? Maybe I'm wrong. No, I won't be watching this game for years. But uh, hopefully,
1: years. Else. Fuck that! I'll watch this every year. And I really hope that Shutter, if you're listening, um, please put this out on Blu-ray. Please, whatever you do, if it's if it's not already out, like please give it to us and like update that. Update IMDb. Like I really don't. I, I'll pay for your service anyway. But please give me the fucking Blu-ray. I like to collect. If the world gets shut down tomorrow and we have no internet, I still have that movie. That's the way I look at it. But yeah, so they go in and and they have, um, you know,
0: they go back to talk to Blumetti after this because he goes down to burn down the house. That's right. And he's missing somehow. Like, because you think he's beat him, but now he's just a fugitive because they think that he killed everyone and burned down the house with them in it, and to try to cover up the evidence of all the people he murdered. Right. Because that's how they come at Blumetti. And Blumetti's sitting in there, having not killed his wife, having to be in prison. It's been a year later now. He's been in prison for well over a year. They told him they were going to get him out. He had all this hope. And then he comes back, and it's like, nope, sorry, you're staying in here, you wife murderer. Yeah. And then he comes back, and he's like, oh, well, now Funes, who you knew, supposedly killed all these people. And I love the whole, like... The whole ending where he's just like, he's like, who's that?
1: Yeah. Who'd you bring? Who'd who's you bring that guy? You? Did
0: you bring it with you? Then he brings the picture and he's like, oh, it's it's fucking um Rosenthal. He's uh, like, yeah, he followed you here. And I'm eh, not really huge on the chair being thrown at the screen. A little cheesy, a little stupid, but um, not a great ender, but still fucking great. man. just I, to think that, like, he didn't get away with like he didn't save the day. Right. Not to our knowledge, because he disappeared. He didn't die. He's having a heart attack. Because when the house is burning, the fucking, the, 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 you know, Wano is there with his eyes bugging out and he's <laughs> looking at him and then he looks at him, and he looks at the house and he looks at him and then it cuts and we don't see them ever again. And then it just says a year later and he's missing. And it's like, we're, we're looking for him. He's a fugitive. He's wanted for these murders. And then they're like, they don't believe in anything. And he's like, their ghost is there with you. And then they get to find out. Like it's like it just keeps filtering in new people to find out about this so that they can go off and die and
1: then pretty much, uh, you yeah. Know, no one's safe. You should no. be terrified. Yeah. But yeah, man. I, I think I think overall though, like I mean if you had to give it a score, what would you say? Nine point five. Yeah, that's probably where I'm at too. Yeah, just some shoddy
0: CGI here and there but they
1: did what they could and and you could tell that this movie it was a low budget but it wasn't like like you could it wasn't like oh yeah these are shitty actors or anything like that oh everyone was very good yeah like they you could tell they like really gave a shit about every fucking part in that movie and just, I don't know, man, I, this is a wild ride. I'm so glad I watched this. I'm so glad we got to talk about it because I am, it's going to be a contender for top five in that. Absolutely. I don't know what it's going to be, what place it is, but it's there. Yeah, it's definitely there for me. So, and I've,
0: and I've said this before, even if it was number one right now, I would love for five films to come along this year that are better. Right. Fuck it. Yeah, that's true. The, the yeah. Worst case scenario, I just watched six amazing movies. So
1: Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to be watching all of the ones that i picked yeah, top five and watch them again yeah you know back like you know i'll probably spread them out so i don't like saturate too much my thoughts about things too too much just do one a day mm. you know and then figure it out yeah you know, so but yeah so if you guys have seen this i mean what do you guys think like let us know what you think yay or nay did you enjoy it did you love it did you hate it if you hate it you're dead to me yeah. um Yeah, just unsubscribe (laughs) (laughs) and come subscribe to my channel.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) Uh, but yeah, man, I'm really glad you came on. Um, I think this was a good, uh, good show, man. Yeah, Yeah, we had a lot to say, huh? Yeah, we sure did. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. And uh, guys, next week will we be back? We will have somebody else on at, at the very least. So just tune in on Monday. But other than that, guys, hope you have a great rest of the week, and we'll see you soon.